Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. And a good Friday it is, gentlemen. Yes, it is. Because it literally yes. is Good Friday. God, I, you are on the ball. I am. I, I, you know, I have to be because I have a job. I don't get to just <laughs> lay around the house all day, all week, and forget what day it is. Oh man. Yeah, I, I can't take lay down and take a nap that turns into a fucking six day slumber. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. got to work, man. Yeah, yes, sir. Some of us still got to get up at four a.m. and hate every minute of it. Oh, uh, I got I got up at four a.m. today and had to go uh, uh, to grab some money out of the bank and then get some some drugs some. Uh, Special thing I have to get for my counselor. Uh, I'm seeing a counselor three times a week, and I got pulled over on the just pulling outside of my neighborhood. And uh, he said I was going ten miles over, and I had just pulled outside of my neighborhood. There's like literally no way I could even be up above like thirty. But um, and then my registration was uh, was down for two months, so now I got a fucking big huge fine I got to pay. You looked him in the you looked him in the face and you're like, "Do you know who I am? <laughs> I am Brian McClay, professional podcaster, extraordinaire, excelsior. Yeah, I am the number one podcaster in all of Phoenix. <laughs> you pod? Do yeah, you pod? do you, do you pod, do you bro? Pod? <laughs> do you pod? Do you fucking pod? He pulls out a Tide pod. He's like, "Yeah, I pod. Do you pod?" <laughs> we all fucking pot here. <laughs> I all potters. Different type of thing, but I will watch you do that. Yeah. Potters, man. <laughs> so, potters here. Let's get straight to it, Matt. What'd you think? So, so did you get a ticket? Yes. What did I think about what? Fucking Game of Thrones. Oh, oh, you want to start with Game of Thrones? I thought. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah, I was gonna start with something else, but all right, well, we can go with Game of Thrones. I, I enjoyed the episode. I, I want to hear. We had this discussion in chat, but I want to hear now your opinion on how you feel like it's it's produced, it's overproduced. Okay, and this is where I'm coming from. Just it's it's really shoddy. It's it's not a big deal, but it just felt like it was too polished. Um, like there was a couple sk- scenes when um, oh, it's too good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, God. I enjoyed like, Game of Thrones way oh too much. <laughs> well, that would be funny if that was if that held any water. But Game of Thrones is not looked like supposed to look like it's taking place in the future. Did you uh, have you ever seen the movie The Rocker with Rain Wilson, uh, he's the no. drummer? Uh, uh-uh. uh, basically, he's a drummer for this band, and he gets kicked out, and then they become huge, and then like he I holds a grudge. Awesome. Yeah, he holds a grudge for like a long time, and. Their new album comes out and he's like, it sucks. It's totally shot, like totally overproduced. That's that's what you're fucking <laughs> sound like right now. The Game of Thrones episode was totally overproduced. What do you mean it was in the future? Was it like 
It was like uh Certain Space. <laughs> no, no. Star Wars. You were actually watching Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> were they lightsaber building? No, there's a couple, was a droid. Like there's a couple scenes that just didn't seem like they should be living in that type of place they're living. You know what I mean? Like he was driving Sans, an Audi. Sansa's makeup looked all what fucking super hardcore. Like she's going out in a town in New York. And like it looks fake as fuck. You don't think part of that was to try and make it look like she was it was cold because you know uh, it's winter and winter is coming. Yeah, but it's been cold for the last in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's been it's been cold for eight years. How come they're changing it up now? Um, <laughs> another thing is is whenever uh, um, John and Danny are riding in, if you look at the Dothraki behind them, they look so fucking fake. They look like they're wearing. Uh, w- the fake nose and the mustache and the glasses. That's how bad they look. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what shit you were on when you were watching this. Cause well, I, don't well, see that I gotta totally watch this episode now. I don't even like game. Hey, I'll, I'll bring it up here. He's on everything. He's already got clips of it. Squirt. Don't, don't I mean, come on and talk about us. HBO. Yeah. I mean, were you a little heavy on the squirt that day? <laughs> we're screwing it up. Yeah. <sighs> Did you did you squirt before the episode started? <laughs> <laughs> he squirted up. <laughs> oh, there's a good question. Damn, we're off Game of Thrones already because there's a good question in the chat from Horror Edits. What movie title describes Brian's squirt addiction? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Game of Squirts. No. Game of Squirts. Have you guys ever seen Gridlocked? I'd say I like Squirtlocked. Yeah, it's squirt lock. <laughs> or rush. The game. <laughs> Gone in 60 seconds because that's how quick he drinks one. Missed yeah. <laughs> <Mr>. society. Missed <laughs> <Mr>. society. <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of squirt, I'm drinking one right now. Oh, no. I would. It's. It's we don't want to hear it's, Everyone's getting addicted to it now. It's it's good, good stuff, man. It's good stuff. I, I mean, I'm waiting for your your um. I'm bringing to show me what you're talking about. Yeah, here. I'm bringing it up right now. I'm gonna go. I mean, they aren't major issues, but they were enough to where I caught them, and it kind of just made me feel like, eh, it really feels like there's something weird here. It's just like what I noticed watching Harry Potter today. It's just a little bit off. You know that part where they're in the train? When they're going to Hogwarts for the first time? Yeah. Harry's fucking window's going super slow, and then you look out the other side where Ron is, and it's fucking going like 9,000 miles an hour. And then at one point I noticed that they're still moving on in this side, on the left side, and on Harry's side, the whole screen is stopped. There's, the landscape's not moving. So I, I can feel you, Brian. Yeah. Uh, you know, they spend so much money in this thing. You think that, like, suicide squirt. <laughs> suicide squirt. <laughs> Hair and makeup wouldn't be such a big of a big deal as it is, you know, to be. Squirt. Hey, on. <laughs> suicide squirt. All right, well, well, Brian's pulling that out. I liked it. I liked the episode. The only problems I thought were looked where it looked really cheesy is when John and Daenerys are fucking flying away on the on the dragon. 
Lock, stock, and two smoking squirts. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So uh, it was a bad episode then, or what? No, the episode was fantastic. He's nitpicking. Yeah, no, it was a great fucking episode. Great episode. I mean, we got to see fucking John riding a dragon. We've been waiting for years for that. The only, the only thing I could have done without is I could have done without Sam being a little bitch. And yes. I mean, he, he basically, no, not Sam wise. He basically <laughs> tells, tells John that he's the rightful King and he's the fucking, you know, he's a, a whatever dragon rider or the fuck you want to call him. I can't think of their names right now, but um, I keep wanting to say Dragonborn because fucking um, elder scrolls Skyrim, but he basically outs John's lineage just because he's pissed off at Danny for nuking his dad and brother. So they're going to finally throw the ring in the mountain on the volcano? No. Yeah, they're no. doing that next episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> but just like, the, it was weird with the way the dragon <laughs> was like looking at fucking giving John like the Eugene eyes. From, oh, I thought that was funny as fuck. The red dragon. Yeah, like fucking yeah. staring at John and giving him a smile as he's making out with, with Danny. Yeah, are the trees walking? But um that's this is like I think Sam Sam totally dropped that bomb on John just to be a dick. Like he did it completely out of spite. But the the big one was the end when when fucking Jamie Landerson rolls up and you see Brian just sitting there. Yeah, and, and Brent is creepy as fuck. Weirdo too, yeah. yeah, that dude's creepy, man. Yeah, that was another one. He was so creepy that kind of made it feel weird. Like he's sitting there in his little wheelchair, and fucking Sam walks out, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm waiting." Like, what are you waiting for, you creeper? <laughs> but it was good. Only five episodes left this season. Ever. Yep. So. Which kind of sucks. But right. how many dragons did you give it? How many squirts did you give it? I liked the episode. I liked the episode a lot. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, I've, I'm going to give it a 9.5. <laughs> I'll give it a 9. 9.5 over here. Damn. Look at you. No. <laughs> I enjoyed it, though. I'm still waiting for Brian to pull this up. I'm trying to find him. Because <laughs> yeah, is it is it it isn't there. <laughs> I keep missing my spot. <laughs> it happens. It happens to all of us. Who do you yeah. think? Who do you think wins the Game of Thrones, Brian? Jose. Yeah. Uh, so are they all really battling to be king? I, I think it would be hilarious if they all die. You think they're all going to die? Yeah. They all wake up from a dream. And I think <laughs> and they're, they're, they're the walking dead. And I, <laughs> and I could totally see like them doing some type of like call on how the world is now and like make John be the only person not to die. But basically because everybody else is gone, like what's good being a, a king if you have no you know, nobody around to enjoy it with you type deal. Um, they could do that with John. It could go back. I could see it going back to Tyrion. That'd be freaking crazy. 
You don't think you don't think it's Sansa? Sansa? She's playing to win. I'll and, give you that. Uh, I don't. I, I like her, but I don't like her in the show right now. She's playing to win. That's for sure, no yeah. doubt. Um, it was kind of weird seeing uh, uh, Ariana talking to um, what's his name the 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 Hound. No. Oh, the blacksmith dude. Yeah, because if you remember in the books, they're like a a couple, like, and they didn't really get a chance to do that in this because they were she was just too young, you know. Mm -hmm. But now they're kind of playing that role. She asked him to make a special weapon. Yep, of her heart. Yeah, but it was cool to see all the homecomings. It was cool to see John see everybody, especially. Ariana, you know, that was fucking, that was really cool. But I mean, it wasn't a big surprise that he's Targaryen. We've known, you know, we've speculated for seasons now that John's been Targaryen. Yeah. So, I mean, it's weird and that he's bumping uglies with his aunt, but incest runs rampant in that show. So it's not really that out of place. But, um, yeah, watching him ride a dragon. Like, the animation was kind of weird, but it was still a good episode. Yeah, that yeah, that was one thing that was kind of weird, some of the animation on the dragon stuff. And I understand that because that's just hard to do and it costs a lot of money. But you would think that, man, they would want to knock it out of the park on every single shot they did this this year, you know? But, well, apparently a lot of their production and money went into the battle. And it's supposed uh, to, it's going to be the like longest televised battle in history. That'd be cool. I'm I'm down for that. Yes, John is an ant fucker. <laughs> Apparently, though, that's like the next, the last three episodes are supposed to be nothing but this fucking battle. So, is that that's the, that's the White Walkers taking on uh, the North, right? Yep, the North and the armies. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I think John gets his seat on the throne, but there's a lot of speculation that Danny might turn out to be the Mad Queen. Oh, that would suck. That's, that's would, dumb. Character twist, but yeah, you know. that'd be really what a, they would throw away. They, I think they ruined the show if they did it that way. But yeah, it was nice seeing all these characters come together, and especially like Ariana or Ariana having their her meeting John again, and then the Hound and. We didn't. We didn't uh, get to see Ariana. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Bree. Uh, Brienne of Darth. Not in this episode. No. Yeah. So real quick here, I'll share. This is like I said. I told you when we were first talking about it, it's petty shit. Here, let me give you the screen. Hold on. So it's just driving crazy. But um, again, I know it's petty shit. It's just this is the shit that I saw that just kind of didn't make sense. Whoa! Fake. Can you see that? It doesn't look fake to me. It looks fine. That dude looks... For some reason, that dude, his, his makeup just looks like cheesy to me. I don't know why. Um, you know... Maybe, yeah, maybe. But... Um, now, is that the same little kid from the end? I think is it that is. the actual episode? Yeah. No, yeah. no. The little kid from the end is the one that's uh, part of the house. That they oh, send that's, right, that's right. That's right. I thought it was him. Isn't it him? That's what we should do the whole episode. I don't think so, but it could be Matt. You could be right. I don't think he'd be in beggar's clothes, would he? 
Uh, he, he looked like he was in beggar's clothes when he stood up and to talk. But that yeah, that shit at the end with the little kid. Oh, the white, awesome! The little kid that the White Walkers like put to the fucking uh, the wall. That was crazy. Yeah, and then let me see if I can find this other one where I'm show, show you stanza. Stanza? You stanza. Mean stanza. Right. <laughs> he just pulled up a George Costanza. <laughs> and he's fucking weirdo, man. This part was kind of weird. What part? Can you see this? John needs to know that his aunt is putting a finger in his butthole. That's his aunt? Kyle says in the chat, I don't want to watch this dumb, boring oh. show. See, I'm with him. I'm sorry that you do, don't know what good TV is. Oh, look, Kyle also wrote, snore, snore, snore. <laughs> I'm falling asleep. That's nothing anyway, new to you. Anyway. You must have hit your Claritin before we started, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, really, I'm really stoked. I'm happy as all hell that it's there, and I'm looking forward to Fucking more craziness. I can't, wait Frodo or more. I can't wait until Frodo throws in his uh, ring into the volcano. Oh my god. By the dragon. Did you hear that uh, George R. R. Martin came out and said that they would need to run the show for another six years to cover everything he wants to cover in the last couple of books? <laughs> Then why doesn't he just put out the fucking books, man? I, I hate that asshole. Hey, he's working on him. He's, he's almost got him in production. He's almost yeah. ready to start on him. Yeah. He's almost ready thinking about it to get ready. <laughs> uh, maybe today. Uh, maybe tomorrow. John likes to get pegged from the Dragon Queen while the dragons watch, apparently. <laughs> Are you going to sneeze? Is that a sneeze? <laughs> I think he's disgusted. What did you just see? He's watching porn or something. No, I'm listening to you guys. Oh, you look like you're going to sneeze. You're the screen. You look disgusted. Yeah. He's you're still upset. sharing the screen. Brian. Uh, what did you say it again? He's, you're still sharing your screen. Oh, he's upset. Uh, all eyes are on you. Yeah, all eyes on you. There you go. There we go. He's upset that, you know, everyone, that you guys are making fun of his Game of Thrones. <laughs> But it was a good episode. I can't wait for Sunday for the next episode. So we'll see. The what big happens. battle episodes are always winners. You know, there hasn't been a bad one in the whole eight seasons. Yeah, Battle of the Bastards is by far my favorite. One of my favorite episodes. Yeah, yeah, fucking great episode. But um, all right, let's get to the meat and potatoes here. So the other night, the uh, unthinkable happened. Someone leaked a four-minute video of Avengers Endgame. Different clips from the movie. They were all monstrously spoiler clips. So if you if you saw these clips, like these were some of the like major spoilers, and it forced the Russo brothers to come out to tw- uh, to you know come out and say release a whole press release about don't ruin Endgame, and uh, be a dick. They have the whole hashtag going now. Don't spoil the end game. And I have no but no plan to. I have seen these clips. I can tell you as though they are spoilery as fuck. They have made me even more hyped to see this movie. 
Oh my god, this movie's gonna be so fucking awesome. They've made me so much more hyped to see this fucking movie to where I'm actually thinking about trying to go see it Thursday night and then see it again Friday. Ooh, um, crazy. Matt's gonna give it a yeah. nine point nine. Maybe. Nine point nine nine, son. Oh shit. But um but yeah, so if you don't want to be spoiled, I they did a quick job of taking them all down. Like they've been pulling them. But like with the quick, internet, it's hard. Like yeah. Disney is pulling those things quick. But it it just kind of begs the question, like in the in the now nowadays, like how they even do that. Like this was released by they were sending it from what you can see. It looks like it was being translated into Arabic, and they had some translators, um, and uh, they were they did the whole cell phone sideways recording of it. But it it is the movie. It is actual scenes from the movie, and it's it's some pretty hype shit. Yeah, there's a couple things that there a couple of those scenes. I actually I want to see what's like. Like the few minutes before it. Yes, that what that's why it makes me so much more hype because you want to see like what leads up to that. Like that part where he's looking with that face and it's just yes. You're like, like what the fuck? There's so many parts in there where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I want to see it so bad. Just, yeah, but and you it, sent it to me and I and I it was like I was like I'm not gonna fucking watch that shit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna fall for it. I set my phone down and I can hear, watch me. <laughs> don't you want to fucking watch? Come on. No, no, no. I don't want to fucking watch. You want to see this? Fuck it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm super stoked for it. So much more. I uh, I bought my tickets today. So Yeah, what day are you going? Uh, the following... Friday at like 1 p.m., 1.30. Damn, you're waiting an entire week? No, no, no. Not this Friday, but the Friday it comes out. Oh, you're going... Okay, so yeah, I'm going... That's around the same time I'm going. I'm going next Friday at like... You guys should make it a date. 2.45. Hold hands. Yeah. It's nice because a lot of people... are at work at those times, so... (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, this will be the first time I don't... Work jab, whoa! (laughs) This will be the first time I don't go opening night to a Marvel movie. Like I am. I really want to go opening night. Yeah, but Jose, you're going to have to stand there for three and a half hours. I'm not. Yeah, Kyle, this this dude bought a ticket for the Park West fucking Harkins, and he doesn't think – he thinks he's going to be able to just show up and get a seat. They I don't do there. No, you're, dude. You already got a ticket, right? Yep. Yeah, he's going to be to sit in the very front row. He's guaranteed a seat, but not where he wants. So you're gonna be like the very front row, dude. Every time I've gone to that arcade, did you buy a? You didn't reserve a recliner. Nope. Ooh, bad move. That's yep. the only way to fucking watch movies. Three-hour-long movie, no reclining. Mm. Fuck that. I'm telling you, Jose, you're gonna, you're gonna be too early. You're gonna be like fucking stupid. This is stupid. Don't <laughs> get a good seat. Are you going by yourself? No, me and Jeff are going. Oh, Hefe? Yep. Your boy toy Hefe? <laughs> like, oh. I tried, my brother works at AMC Westgate, and I tried to get him tickets to that, and he laughed at me, and he was like, dude, our first like nine showings are completely sold out. He's like, "This they're selling out showings so fucking fast that they added a 3 a.m. showing. 
I'm, I'm, gonna, go, I'm gonna go see that one. We did it for Star Wars. Uh, yeah. They did it for Star Wars, but I really I'm so I might go to like the surprise point uh, AMC up here by my house and just fucking go there. Nobody goes there. So well, it's just old people. Yep, go Thursday night and see it and then go again Friday. If they've got a Friday 3 a.m. showing, I might go do that. I want to make sure I get one of the good screens, though. Yeah. I hate getting the ones with the holes in them. Where are you going? What the fuck? <laughs> he goes to the drive-in. With bullet shots? He yeah. goes to the drive-in. Dude, drive-ins are awesome. Taking little Caesars and booze. It's like a party. <laughs> Unless the people in front of you die and it makes you miss the first half of fucking uh, Justice League. Really? Yeah, I told you that story. I can't remind me. We went to the drive-ins and like five minutes into it, they stopped the movie. We're like, what the fuck? And then the fire department and the cops and the ambulance all comes and they start working on this person like 20 feet in front of us. Like maybe more than 20 feet, like two car lengths. I can't can't hold it anymore. I have to spoil some end games. So Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk. Respect to that. He gets gets angry and turns into a giant green rage machine. And Spider-Man turns into Wolverine. Yep. Does Superman die or Batman? Yeah, both of them. Oh, oh. Tony, Tony Stark sneezes and blows Superman or blows Spider-Man away. John Cena shows up to to, to fill in, but you can't see him. Oh, movie, will he show up? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil any of that shit because I mean it's it's hardcore shit. Like, yeah, Polly Shore comes in as a gold star. <laughs> Lord Star, <laughs> yeah. like it—it it really is some some he's hard. He's in the stuff, space, so. and that's why that's why when I saw it, I I went on social media right away and was like, "Look, if you see this, don't look at it because it like well, the one I watched, it was like fucking trolly as fuck because it was like new Avengers and uh, Endgame trailer. I was like, sweet, and I watched it. So it starts to play the new part of the new trailer, and then it cuts right to the spoilers. That's fucking. So devious, that's awesome. And I was like, fuck, but I was like, oh, I want this so much. So, so does Black, Black Widow get railed by the Hulk? You just got it, yeah, because it's getting real. Sun's getting <laughs> real. Shrek's low. born, yeah, <laughs> little Shrek. Sun, sun's <laughs> getting real. <laughs> they show a close up of the cucumber. Sun's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <laughs> getting real low, so um, but that's. That's enough of that. I gotta, I gotta touch on something real quick though before we move on. Uh, Brian, yo, watching the new episode of the podcast, all right? Mm-hmm. And you say something that I, I never thought I would have heard you say. Hmm. The DC universe needs to go dark. Yep. <laughs> what do you think the DC universe has been? That's what they're catching so much flack for is being. Dark. I think uh, no. For see, I think it's the exact opposite. I think they tried to go dark without going dark. Um, if you look at so, I think Batman with giant machine guns on his car is pretty dark. <laughs> Batman's the only one that went dark. Christopher Nolan stuff, right? And that was good. Then you have, I'm just 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 
you know, hear, hear, hear me on this, right? <laughs> uh, then you have the Suicide Squad. It came out that was going to be that was supposed to be super dark and edgy. And as soon as they fucking had Deadpool drop two weeks or a month before Suicide was going to drop, and Deadpool was like happy and funny and happy go lucky and you know raunchy, they went. That's what we need to do. Cut all the other stuff. We're going to recut this film as to be like that. So they ruined that movie by not having the dark undertones, right? Uh, Justice League was dark, but it was the story was fucking complete shit, right? Um, you mean completely because they completely ripped off the plot line of Avengers? Yeah. It's just, it's their storylines are shitty, but they have to stay dark. Because DC, Superman obviously can't be dark, not super dark. He needs to be a little bit dark, you know, just because of the craziness that's going on in that, you know, universe. But, you know, Batman always has to be dark. Um, it's just going to have a dark undertone to all of it, or it's it's not worth doing. I understand why they did what they did with Sh- uh, Shazam. That's perfect. That gives you your your comedic undertones, you know, in certain movies. You can the Guardians have- of the Galaxy. Exactly. Here's the thing. Batman isn't necessarily a dark character. It's his, it's his rogues gallery. It's his villains that make it dark. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter to me. Just I mean, rolling, rolling down the street with sh- fucking guns attached to the Batmobile. That's not that doesn't make him a dark character. Yeah, Batman is a very dark character, man. That makes him impossible. Oh, yeah, but he's dark because his his rogues gallery presents that. He's got the Joker, who's one of the most sinister. Probably, I'd put him right up there with one of the top ten villains. Or he's dark himself. Yeah, he's, that's the whole point. Of that. But he's got that moral. He's got that moral line. I'm not saying he's got. He's not dark. He's gonna like start snapping people's necks. Like I don't. I don't see. I see Batman being the darkness of Batman as being a product of the the city he's in, his situation, and and all that. He's not looking to go kill people. Batman doesn't kill people regardless of what fucking Zack Snyder says. <laughs> well, they have a lot of characters at their disposal and I think they're doing a good job by bringing in black mask for the uh, birds of prey um, show. So that could be good or movie. Um, they've got just so many wonderful characters, dark characters that they can go to. Doom Patrol, uh, Awesome. That's a really good show. Yeah, but that probably won't be around much longer. And, and DC and Titans was amazing. Right. And that probably won't be around much longer either. Yeah. Well, because they've they cut um they cut Swamp Thing down from 13 episodes to 10 episodes over creative differences. Uh-oh. And um that forced them to call into well, call into question their entire streaming service. They came out and said that the future of the DC streaming service will be put under review. So you probably won't get a, a season two of of Doom Patrol. You probably won't get a season three of Titans. You probably won't get, uh, you know, another season of Swamp Thing. They they canceled the last three episodes and went back and rewrote the final episode, intending it to be a series slash season finale. Yeah, that was kind of weird. 
So they're they're canceling all that. So it looks like they're doing damage control. And I think it's because the I don't think they're getting the numbers that they wanted from it. They don't they're not getting the numbers they're expecting from it. Well, and I don't understand that. They should have known like that to begin with. You're putting it out only on a very small uh platform. That's like in its infancy. Yeah. Um you don't there wasn't a lot of uh publicity for it. Hype. So again, that's DC and Warner Brothers shooting themselves in their foot like they usually do. I think it's that they saw the the um how much support and traction and and publicity the Marvel stuff on Netflix got. So they're like, all right, we can do that too. But it just it's exclusivity, man. Like they're they're they pigeonhole themselves because they're trying to do it like we're gonna launch this exclusively to our own network. Yeah. Instead of put it now, it's on Netflix overseas and I think in Europe and stuff, but you know, it's like what's doing over there. It's exclusivity, you know, so we're only releasing this on our solo network. And not a lot of people are gonna subscribe to it. Because honestly, other than Titans and um doom patrol right now yeah star girl's coming but if you really there's no use for the dc streaming service because all it has on it is you can read digital comic books but who really who who does that on their big on their tv or you know you, you can read old old digital comic books or you can watch old reruns of lois and clark the new adventures of superman and like all the old superman movies and like you can watch all the old dc movies on there but if you're looking for new content it's not really worth the money for it. That's why I think Disney Disney is hitting it like right on a map because they're doing the Disney Plus right when it launches. You're gonna get the entire all their Disney library. That's all their Disney movies plus their Pixar movies. You know, you're getting all that. You're getting access to all the Simpsons. Every episode of the Simpsons. You're getting all their original Marvel TV show content that they're making. Like you're gonna get all of that for a cheaper price point. Let's just put it this way. Disney knows how to make money. They've been, this has been the plan of theirs for the last 10 years. Now that's finally starting to get put into fruition. That's the difference. between. That's the difference between professionals and Disney and the hacks at Warner brothers. I think Netflix was a test for Disney. Yep. Let's put our product on there. Let's see how it does. Let's see if people keep watching it. Let's see if people will pay. You know what I mean? Because of our, you know what I mean. I think that's what a lot of the, their stuff being on Netflix was. Well, they have a lot of they have Cloak and Dagger and Freeform, and that's a popular show. They have The Runaways on Hulu, and that's a popular Great show. show. Yeah, they're they're putting their stuff out on random places, and yeah, to see where it hits. And just like you were saying, and I I fully agree that I think Netflix was a test of that, just like you said, Kyle. Like one hundred percent. And I think that's where DC is is pigeonholing themselves because they're releasing this stuff on their standalone network. Who knows if it would have been a different story if Titans would have ever came to TNT like it was supposed to. Who who knows? But yeah, fuck Batman. Fuck Batman. I don't think you can get much darker in the DC universe than what Titans is. No, that's probably the darkest. But isn't that the that's the best thing so far? Hard to see it. Is it like Jose's camera? It was, it was dark, but that made it. I'm serious. Like Titans was 
the only thing that's better to me than Titans so far in the whole DC thing is Christopher Nolan's Batman run. I like Doom Patrol better than Titans. Really? Yeah. And Christopher Christopher Nolan's Batman run was good, and I I defend it till the end. But honestly, was it really that good? Other than oh, one movie. Yeah. No, they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one wasn't as good as the other two, but that movie was amazing, man. Batman Begins was good because it was his best origin story yeah. out of every other Batman movie. But that's all it really had going for it. I thought it was. I I I think that those three movies you can just take them outside of the superhero genre and they still are good movies. Um, I I think you if, you know Batman Begin or um, Dark Knight. If you take Heath Ledger out of that movie and replace somebody else with him, that movie isn't solid. It's not as good. Yeah, definitely. I agree. That's what makes it so good. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm a huge Nolan fan, but I don't know if if I would consider his I don't I don't think I would really even consider his his universe that dark. It was more realistic. But I don't. I don't know if I would even consider it dark. What whatever it is that needs. It was pretty dark. dark. Yeah. Would you consider it dark? I consider it dark. It's a lot darker than most anything else that was that's that it's been put out. Yeah, I, I agree with Brian on that. It's not lighthearted. It's not. It's it's pretty dark. I think. Um, well, I think. I don't know if if I'm thinking of dark, I'm thinking like Titans or or Watchmen. Like Watchmen was dark to me. I don't I don't think the Nolan movie. Like I don't know. I guess it's, you have your own interpretation of what dark is for you when it comes to a movie. Yeah, but they can write the ship. They definitely can write the ship. It's going to be hard for them to do it because. They got all these characters that work really well. You know, Wonder Woman, you, you would be stupid to recast Wonder Woman at this point. Um, everybody loves Jason Momoa from what it sounds like as, as Aquaman. Until he shaved, and I don't like him. Um, I like Henry Cavill as Superman. I thought he's the best one yet. Um, ben Affleck's Batman wasn't bad. I just didn't like the way he talked. Um. Yeah, they wouldn't have to fight all the stupid, you know, security issues, but I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna be interesting to see if they actually scrap uh and start over on the whole Justice League thing. I mean what what can they do? It would be kind of, it would kinda of be kinda of shitty to scrap it and do it again. Like they don't you've already, need, you've already they done don't. it, roll with it. Just make it better. <laughs> Jay says Ben Affleck was a horrible Batman. I liked him as Batman. But I'm just saying, like, I don't want to get too much into this because we have this discussion a lot, but I just thought it was, like, when you said it, it kind of took me off guard because I'm like, how can you get much darker? And that's what they're made, that's what they're being made fun of. Like, Deadpool makes fun of him. Like, you're so dark. You're Are you from the DC universe? Like, <laughs> Like that's that's the whole like joke in Deadpool too that he makes, you know, is that the DC universe is so dark. So that's why I say when you were said that I was like, I don't think you can really go darker than what they are now. But I guess you could go Watchmen dark. 
Yeah. It's, has anybody uh, heard or seen anything on the TV show? Comes out this summer. Nice. They've already run. They've already been running ads for it on HBO. Sweet. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. But um, you're uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much darker you can go. But that's just me. Kyle, didn't you have something you want to talk about? Hey, how do you do message deleted? What do you mean? Oh, someone in the chat wrote stuff, but it says message deleted. Yes, oh. I know, because he came in here and dropped a bunch of fucking endgame spoilers, so I deleted the message. Oh, you <laughs> did that? And put him in timeout. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I, was I, like, put a, I put him in timeout and deleted his message because he dropped was, a bunch of fucking I was endgame one, shit. I was wondering how... Uh, like, I thought he was deleting his own comments. So, uh, as everybody knows, the past uh, few days, the uh, the Notre Dame the church, the Notre Dame church in Paris has been, you know, that caught on fire and a lot of it burnt. Kyle has a funny story about that he wants to share with everyone. <laughs> so yeah, so I was sitting at work and the guy I worked with messaged me and he's like, "Notre Dame's on fire." So I pulled it up and I was like, "Holy shit, that's crazy!" So I start telling the guy next to me, "Man." Yeah, that sucks, man. Notre Dame's on fire. Uh, I went there and tried out for the football team, and I couldn't make it. <laughs> they, fucking, they let me into the last game, and I got to play you know, the end of the last game. And I'm looking at it again, and I was like, why the fuck does it say Paris? What the fuck's in Paris? I had no idea that Notre, there was a Notre Dame big church that's been there for a thousand years. I just thought it was a college in Indiana. Like the hunchback in Notre Dame, I thought he hung out at a college. Never actually watched the movie. I just that's just what I thought. So I was like doing the whole Rudy thing, and everyone I I figured out why is everybody looking at me like I'm a moron? It's because I am a moron. I had no idea though, no fucking clue. When I asked him for the show outline for this week's episode, and I read that, I lost it. I laughed for probably twenty minutes, (laughs) and just that he thought it was just he didn't know it was in Paris. I don't know. I've never been to Europe. How the fuck would I know about that? Uh, history class. <laughs> I, don't ever, movies. I, I don't ever remember in history them talking about that church being built. Captain really? Captain Captain yeah. College over here, Mr. Yeah. Degree, doesn't know where the Notre Dame church is. I never took history. Did you ever um, hear about the uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame? I thought it was at the college. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. I never seen the movie. I never. I just. I had, since I only thought it was in Indiana. I just. I that's just what I assumed it was about. So you know. You know me. I had to. I had to make some photoshops of it. <laughs> so I have to pull them up here. But I had to. I had to bust out my Photoshop skills for it. Just because I couldn't believe how ridiculous it was when he told me. I bet you, if you did a poll, a lot of people don't know that there was a church called Notre Dame in Paris. I, I think you would be wrong on that only because of the Disney movies. Like the Disney, the Hunchback of Notre Dame movie is the only, the only reason I think you might be wrong on that. I wish I could do a real poll. Well, I can't do it now because now everybody knows. It's like a thing, like 
and every fucking person on the planet is posting pictures of them in front of it. <laughs> Tim, Tim says investigators have not discovered the source of the fire at the Notre Dame Cathedral, but sources believe that Quasimodo has a hunch. <laughs> fucking stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> That's pretty funny, but <laughs> I, hey, I bet you before this fire, I bet you a lot of people didn't know. I doubt it. What do you mean you doubt I mean, it? I, oh, hold on. I bet you a lot of people didn't know under the age of 15. Anything under the age of 15? Would know what parrot right. name. Here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen. <laughs> 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 Man, they sure speak funny in Indiana. <laughs> uh, and then there's this one. <laughs> Looks like I won't be carried off the field this season. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had, I had no fuck. I had no idea. Oh, uh, Kyle. I'm not European. How the fuck would I know? Yeah, that's so funny. I don't care about history. That shit's in the past. If you don't care about history, you're doomed to repeat it. That's all right. I'm not going to set the Notre Dame church on fire. <laughs> no, you're going to set the school on fire now. <laughs> I'm going to Indiana. But. Did you see they thought it was, they said it was an electrical fire. It was an electrical short. Well, they found a guy outside the church in like New York we had two can gas cans and some propane starter fluid and his excuse was his van ran out of gas and there's no gas stations near there at all wait 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 are you talking about New York City America yeah cuz we're talking about Paris France I know so there's, there might be a connection. There, yes. He flew overseas just to burn down a church with the gas that, that was on the news, not me. There might be a connection. <laughs> New York. Fuck. My, my favorite is the, the one of the cross, like glowing bright, and people are all like, Oh, it's a miracle. And then the one dude's just like, Are you are you fucking stupid? Like that was all wood and metal. Metal heats and melts at a different temperature, so it's just hot. <laughs> it's glowing because it's hot. There's a picture surfacing right now. I was looking at. They said they could see Jesus in the fire. Yeah. I said, uh, I thought, isn't that the, the wrong that angel? <laughs> Actually, I was telling Kyle. I think they, I think Marvel missed an opportunity on uh, doing some. Uh, advertising for avengers they should have released it today to coincide with what this weekend is because we all know that these heroes are coming back so and they're gonna rise so i feel like they should have had it released this weekend easter weekend because they have all risen risen hey my god that's not a spoiler that's something you should all be aware of since they're promoting spider-man far from home And (laughs) and they already announced that it takes place after endgame Someone thought it was funny. Kyle, <laughs> thought it was, Kyle thought it was funny. 
He thinks we're funny. He's, he's probably watching us on YouTube. Brian, there's someone in your house. Yeah, I bet. Oh, shit. Call the police. Brian, <laughs> you, live in ter- you live in a terrible neighborhood. There's always intruders <laughs> in your house. So as you leave your back door open. It's like it's like Matt's dog. He just lets them in. Jay says, Jose, he tried to check the gas cans on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking stupid. (laughs) He got got arrested in New York. It's it's a connection. Oh, they thought it was Uh, a (laughs) connection. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Uh, Message deleted. (laughs) You like that? I'm surprised you just now saw that dude. The dude rolled in here. And he's like, I saw Endgame and dropped a fucking mad spoiler in the chat. <laughs> fucking uh, someone caught him because I didn't catch it at first. Oh, Jay caught him, and Jay was like, "Hey, man, no spoilers." <laughs> and as soon as I saw it, I put the kid in timeout and fucking deleted his comment. And then he bailed. And, well, good. That's fine. But like, look, you can see where it says in the chat he was putting timeout for three hundred seconds. <laughs> I had to spank him like he was a naughty child. <laughs> That's fucking cool. What part of we're not dropping spoilers and you come in here and drop a fucking mad spoiler? One, yeah. What did he say? Ah, <laughs> oh, nice try. Uh, so it says here the man is arrested with gas cans and a lighter. At St. Patrick's Cathedral is a philosophy teacher. He's a 37-year-old guy. He was arrested on Monday at uh, at the cathedral in New Jersey and had just bought a one-way ticket to Rome. Jose, that's a lot of candles and shit in the back of your dresser, bro. He's setting a mood. Yeah, I think I think he's going to try and set a church on fire. <laughs> those, are all, those are all candles? No. Oh, uh, here, I, I got a candle you might like, Jose. They look, they look like colognes and stuff too. It's a, probably, those are all my pills. <laughs> this one says, "Just judge," <laughs> and it's got Jesus sleeping on a cross. Jay says Jose is stuck on the gas can guy. <laughs> and then they, they've got a they've got a ladder for Jesus on the candle, so Jesus can get down when he wakes up. <laughs> and then Rick Graham shoots him because he's a zombie. There was was another um, another situation that I want to talk about that happened at Philadelphia Comic Con uh, involving uh, Larry Hama. Oh, I I reached out to him. I tried to get him on the show for an interview, but he did not respond to me at the time of recording this episode. So if he responds to me later, we might set something up. But um, why don't you go ahead and, and tell us kind of what what's going on with that, Kyle? Wait, what? The Larry Hammas. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Brian. About what Larry Hama not getting his cup of coffee. Yeah. I think it was more than a cup of coffee. It, it always starts with a cup of coffee. <laughs> Larry Hama doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um he did he, he's he's big in our world because he created G.I. Joe. Um G.I. Joe as we know it today. So not the GI Joe, the the Bob Barbie doll style GI Joe, the three and three four cents GI Joe is the one that you know Larry Hama gave little 
backgrounds too and stories too and then helped to create the comic so that got pushed out at the same time the three and three fourths inch figures got pushed out um and it became the mainstay in every you know 1980s kids you know toy box yeah uh, or gi joe's um best in my opinion by far the best toy ever made um, I don't consider video games a toy because they would trump it. But when it comes to toys, I think GI Joe was just, uh, especially for 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 boys, they're the perfect uh, toys. Um, looked toy cool. toys. Yeah, it looked cool. You got to play with the little fake guns. Uh, you get to set up big, huge. They do the intruders making a sandwich. Yeah, I don't know if you guys yeah. remember, like when I was a kid, yeah. I would go, I would go in the backyard, and we would just tr- make these huge underground tunnels, you know, for all of our you know, Joe's and have like fake booby traps set up and, you know, all this crazy stuff all in the backyard. So it gave you a reason to go out and, you know, play. Yeah. And use your imagination. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was kind of sad to hear that, that Larry Hamm was kind of being thrown through the, I don't think it was him personally. I think what happened is the artists and stuff weren't being able to, Go into like this way, this this like the green room. Yeah, yeah like a deep, a like room. decompressed yeah. room, and and even though he had credentials to be there, it was only for the high celebrity people, which I think is what's killing comic conventions. Well, he's well, okay. They're not comic conventions anymore because I mean, even there's even conventions out there that if they say they're comic cons, it's just because it's namesake now. Yeah, yeah. They don't have any comic con guests or comic book related merchandise at all. But he's catching a lot of flamage on Facebook right now from people that were at the convention saying like he went on a big tirade and and like was like I'm more famous and and half the people here don't have the same uh half the IMDb credentials that I have and and stuff like that. And he's I mean he's defending himself one hundred percent, which was in his right. I'm but, sure he was just mad and yeah, well I'm sure he was. Because you know, like he, uh, they all should be able to go somewhere to decompress for a few minutes. It's got to suck listening to us stinky nerds fucking tell them the same thing over and over again. I'd have to go take a Xanax and drink a cup of coffee too. Well, he was like, the one guy was like, I, I was there when he was getting told all this and he was going on and on about his cup of coffee. And I tried to get my book signed. I was like, Hey, will you sign my books? And he was like, yeah, I'll sign five of them. And then after that, I'm charging you. I'm like, and the guy's like, that's fucked up. I'm like, dude, he signed five books for you for free. Yeah. He always does that. That's what he was saying when he was here. How is that fucked up? Like, you're getting five books signed for free. Like, let's let's be a little realistic here. But I did I did try to get him on the show because he said he's he he's put his foot down. He's like, I'm not gonna do any more conventions. Like he's he's fucking being hardcore about it, man. He, he should be. Him. You know what, what, Brian? You don't blame him. You get you get taken advantage of. A lot of these artists and creators get taken advantage of nowadays. All the actors and stuff. I mean, it, it's. I think it's honestly like, I think it's why a lot of these conventions are changing their names, because they're not comic conventions anymore. Oh, and then they have to. <laughs> And then they have to. I mean, like legally, yeah. But I'm just saying. I think a lot of them are based just on the fact is it's 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 a pop culture convention. He says, 
on Facebook. He said, just for the record, I am no longer accepting invitations to comic cons that treat comic creators as second class citizens. Life is too short to put up with that ridiculous disrespect. And I have real work to do. That's, that's, uh, that's what he said on Twitter. And he says, let me clarify. I was not trying to get special privileges for myself. I was steamed that all comic creators did not have access to the green room, nor did we have any sort of alternative facility. <laughs> I'm not advocating star treatment such as, uh, afforded to Shatner, Nicholas, etc., which is all, um, which is all about security and protection for them from crowds of adoring fans. But Hey, shouldn't comic creators have, uh, priority with actor when uh with actors nobody has even heard of who portray in voice or live action the characters we created personally i'm not interested in the crappy uh steam table rice and mystery meat lunch but i would greatly appreciate being able to grab a quick cup of coffee without waiting in line for 20 minutes at an overpriced concession stand yeah yeah me too <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> But he makes a good point, though. Like that's that was that's been our gripe here, is that the, the comic creator doesn't get, they don't get the push, they don't get the the publicity. I haven't heard anything about negative treatment as far as they go with with creators here. Um, I have heard of some creators that say they won't come back here just because of other politic reasons, but. Well, if it's a com like you were saying, Kyle, if it's a comic convention, why, why aren't they getting the same preferential treatment as as your your celebrity guests? Because there there's people coming for them too, but they're just not charging the big old fifty sixty dollars for an autograph. You know, they, most of them are autographing your shit for free, or will autograph two or three books for free. You know, if you're going to complain that the dude just autographed five books for you and then wants to charge you for others, that sounds like a personal problem. Doesn't sound like his fault at all. Uh, he did that when he was here, didn't he, Brian? After so many? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, this isn't like a new, a new thing. I don't know. I just think it's, cr and I get a lot of these stars and stuff draw, it, it makes the ticket sales. Because that's what's getting a lot more influx of people. The sad thing is, they are more popular at a comic convention than the comic book side of it. You're completely right. I know it's about making money, and I, I get that, but it just, you know, if it's a comic convention, then. All right, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> 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 I wish you wouldn't have said anything, Kyle. I know. I'm awake. I'm on, dude, the RSO is fucking heavy right now. So, <laughs> oh, but I think if you're a guest of the convention, then you should have, you should be treated like a guest. Yeah. Like, why should A, B, and C be able to sit on the front of the bus but not C? You know what I mean? Like everybody, if you're a guest there, if you're being paid to be there, if you're getting paid $5 or $5,000, you should have the, there should be somewhere for you to go backstage. Well, I saw a really cool post. I forget who posted it, but it was went along the lines of, 
you know, instead of spending $200 to get some, you know, schmuck actor's autograph, how about you pay, you know, $5 and get the autograph of the guy who created it? You know, help help the, the artists, the struggling artists and creators rather than these, you know, actors that are making $20 million for, you know, half a month's worth of work. For reading something. Yeah. Well, and it's not like it's the, for the most part, it's not like those actors' life work because they just move on to their next role. They're not dealing with these characters every day like an artist is, or they didn't take the time to actually sit down and think out. Like they're either, yeah, they're playing a create a character somebody else created. And they're, like you said, they're getting way more notoriety for it than the person who actually created it. Yeah. yeah every, everyone can tell you every actor that's played Batman but most people can't tell you the names of the two people that created Batman. <laughs> Bob finger. <And> Bob finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Kane and Bob finger. <laughs> Everyone can name who's played Superman, but they don't, they bet you they can't name the guys who created it without Googling it. <laughs> Yeah, but I I don't know that it's, I just I just felt bad for him because you know you just think that these people, you know, they should they're they're being paid to be there, so they should have the they should be the same as everybody else. And I could see if he was like a crotchety old curmudgeon like Neil Adams or somebody, but he seemed pretty cool every time I went and talked to him. Yeah, he was, dude. He had funny ass stories to tell. Yeah. He was a good guy. And if he really just wanted a cup of coffee, then, I mean, that's a matter of a fucking cup of coffee. He's going to have a cup of coffee at every convention he goes to now because some nerd's going to bring him one every time they go to see him. <laughs> he's not going to do them anymore, so he won't get a free coffee. He'll, he's, he'll do them if they're, uh, if they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to segregate you or not have, yeah. you know, if everyone's not going to treat it equally. I mean, that's not – I mean – I I wonder that at that like Phoenix and stuff sometimes because you see these guys eating lunch like at the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought about that a few times. I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's like somewhere they can go eat. Well, they do. I think their green room is actually the escalators. Like, so when you come out and you go up the escalators, it's uh, usually that like tarped off area back there where you see all the catering and shit. Oh. Uh, but I think like a lot of these guys, I think they want to be there for their fans. So they, they eat at the table or they do it quick. You know, they're not taking long lunch breaks or they can just decompress for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Because, I had wondered that though. But like, but like, but there's a difference though. These guys are working to get that money. It's not just coming in, you know? So yeah, these they don't have to do artists, signings at one, five and seven. Well, they do. They have strict signing sessions, but I mean, like, that's why you're seeing them selling prints at their table, selling no, that, books. I'm ta- that's selling... Why I'm talking about the the movie stars. Oh, okay. That's why they only do one, one, yeah, five, right. and seven. They they're only doing you know a couple yeah. a day, and, and they're not they're, peddling for twelve hours. Right, they're not peddling wares for twelve hours, trying to make that money. You know, trying to make their health insurance payment or whatever they're trying to do. <laughs> That's why I say if you if you go to a convention, don't be a, don't be afraid to to kick the person you have signing your book 
a couple bucks you know, for it, you know, just because you love the character and you're supporting their work. Cause what you got to understand is a lot of these guys don't have insurance. A lot of these guys don't have but technically a, you do every month plan. when you buy the book. Well, they get a portion of it, you know, I, who knows what their cut is. Like I would, I would love to actually ask somebody that like what the artist, I should ask Gregory that what the artist and writer cut is with, with his deal. But I don't want to get too personal. I don't want to. Yeah. That's, uh, now you're talking about money. Yeah. I never understood that. I'm always open to like that type of shit, but I understand when people aren't. So that's a tight rope. No. Yeah. And I don't want to, it's none of my business, but I would just, it would just be interesting to see what it is. Like, because obviously if you look at the way some of these people are, are living, it's not what you think it is. Like they're not living, living. I mean, if, right now, if, if your name's not Capullo or Snyder, or some of these bigger dudes, you're not living that glamorous lifestyle. No, it's just like a nine to five. Mm-hmm. And that's why some of their artwork, go, original artwork goes for so fucking much. But it's still cool. It'd be cool to draw or write for a living. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would. It'd be yeah, very cool. Be so much better than. Oh my god, it's got to be better. He, even if it doesn't pay much, at least the freedom because you can do it anywhere. If you're a writer, you can be at Disneyland. Hey, shouldn't you be at work? My work's right here. Yes, I would. I want to know how much they get now because I wonder if it's like you can make a thousand dollars per book or. I see that. No, dude. Again, that's you're fucking dabbling in a money situation. It's like maybe you can I, Google it. Maybe. What was that fucking that Liefeld story I posted? That was something Which similar one? to that. Oh, about his new book coming out. No. No. No, I'm not talking about Major X. <laughs> Um. Oh, um. God, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, let me go on. Hold on, I got it. Um, which part is it? I posted it in the. Hold on, I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Rob Liefeld offered um a dude 150 thousand yeah. dollars an issue to draw Supreme. Not just any dude though, John Byrne. That's right. Yeah, John Byrne. That's pretty good money. That's pretty fucking cool, man. <laughs> How cool would that be to be like, dude, my favorite comic artist is still alive. I have a fucking enough money. $150,000 an issue. Yeah, and he's my favorite comic artist. I'm going to have him draw my issue of, you know, whatever. I would do one issue a year. Yep. But, but going back to what you're talking about, though, Gregory has made the comment many times when we've talked to him that when he talks about pay, Alonzo and paying him, he's like, I pay, I pay him fairly. He doesn't say what he pays him, but he's like, I paid him fairly. I paid him fairly for what the, the standard market dictates. So I would like, I wouldn't, I would be, I would be interested to see what, what that is. Not necessarily what he paid him, but what the standard market dictates. 
I'd be interested to see what standard marketing for that shit. There's got to be a list. Yeah, there's, there has to be some kind of somewhere so that you can be able to pay people correctly. I will draw panels for people for five dollars. So, um, pay range in two thousand eight. Sean Jordan, founder of Army Ant Publishing, claimed established freelance comic book artists were paid anywhere from $220 to $4,400 per book project, which breaks down to $10 to $200 per page. Pencils and ink uh, inker artists can make for $75 to $200 a page. That's not bad. So $200 for a 32-page book? I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah. As long as you're working on more than one book? Well, I guess it's not really 32. Well, would it be 32 pages included? Or Yeah. I can't remember if comics are 32 pages including the ads or without the ads. I think it's, I think it's 32 pages of artwork and then the yeah. ads are additional. But that's $6,400 at $200 a page. It's not, it's not bad money, I guess. But there's still, you know, a living to be made. That's not a bad one. You do two books, make twelve grand a month. Like that's I I would like to that's two thousand eight though, so I want to see like a more it's about like four dollars less up to date um what an update figure is, but yeah, because everything's going back to this two thousand eight thing. I mean maybe people just don't like talking about it. Eh, most people don't like talking about money unless you make lots of it. So let's see. Comic book artists. Uh, let's see. What should I pay a comic book artist? Salary. Let's see. Types of artists were paid roughly 100. The normal artists paid roughly $100 per page in 2010. Also, comic book artists' uh, careers generally fall under the broad category of uh, illustration careers. In 2010, illustrations, along with other fine arts, had an average annual salary of around 53000 It's not so, bad to draw comics, and then, no, you, and, then you wedge, and then you wedge cons into it. and. But that's and, also if, you, if you're breaking in the industry and you're getting in a, with a publisher that can pay you that kind of money. Like, I want to know how – like, I'd be interested to find out, like, how um, – some of these more independent people are paid with rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With food, with coffee, That's <laughs> terrible. Gift cards to home Depot. Yeah. So. I mean, I think if it was I don't know. That terrible. A lot of people wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it catches a lot of flack because, the way you hear like the the founding fathers of comics being treated and going out like Bill Finger dying broken penniless on someone on a on someone you know on a couch. You you hear about how these dudes like had no money to their name when they died, but you had like Bob Kane who was re- who had a lot of money and and Stan Lee and I think it, it's and then you hear about the shoot you know better deals numbers played 
you hear about the guys who created Superman selling the rights away and how they, one of them blew all their fucking money trying to f- legally get the rights to that character back. And like they died broken panics. I think it was just all the, the art of the deal back then more so than it is now. People are more, more savvy business savvy. And nowadays, no, no, you're not going to sign your rights away to shit. Yeah. But most of those, they don't have rights to any of it. They're drawing someone else's character. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. But like creator own books, you're going to, you're going to fucking hold a little closer to the heart. So I guess that's what I was saying. I wonder how much like the going rate on creator own stuff is. I guess if you're going to play market value, you're going to pay what the big boys are paying their, their artists. That's why they have so many books. What Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) What? Nothing. No, say what you're going to say. Um, what was the what was it? What were we talking about? I don't know. Grunting. Yeah, you're the one grunting oh, when you're trying to throat. rip a fart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I I think that there's too many of the assholes that are ruining it for the rest of the people. So assholes. You'll never see the end of it. What what assholes are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what assholes could be ruining anything for anyone else? I don't know any asshole in the comic book industry. Did you read it? Yeah, I read it. Is it any good? No, it's not. I'm not surprised. I bought it to sell it on eBay. Not I bought lie. a copy so we can pop a staple, re-staple it, and get it graded. <laughs> Stop. Pop that staple, Kyle. You want to do it right now? No, I, I want to. I'm going to order the uh, stapler for the right. Tim said in the chat, Brian is having a religious experience with that toothpick. <laughs> I know. I can't, <laughs> dude, I, I can't stop watching it. Like, I cannot stop. It's like. And then Rick Simpson oil is fucking a religious experience in itself, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just grunting and laughing and and wearing down your teeth enamel what do you guys think about the boys what getting canceled no what boys <laughs> a tv show based on garth ennis based on what the garth ennis comic it's uh getting ready to start uh i don't know nothing about no boys you don't know that anything about that? The boys? Nope. It's a really fucking crazy comic that Garth Ennis did, and no, everybody's like, no, there's no place, there's no way this will ever get to, uh, you know, TV land, and it's coming out on uh, Amazon. Looks good. Basically, what it's about is just there's a fixer that helps fix problems when superhero people get out of control and fuck something up like getting a hamster stuck up their fucking their shoot <laughs> what yeah that was, that was, that was, what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> dude I'm starting to, to have mad flashbacks to the oh first time God. Brian was on this show <laughs> I feel like I'm in the twilight zone <laughs> 
I'll show you the book. <laughs> oh my god! Did he, he really just say uh, superheroes getting a hamster stuck up the poop chute? <laughs> yeah, watch. <laughs> I didn't even hear him say anything. Damn, now we're all just sitting here quiet. <laughs> yeah, Tim, I bought Major X because it's going. It's a what four dollar book and it's going for like 15 on ebay so i'm gonna make some money off of it you have to actually sell it though i know i have to i've got brian syndrome i buy books but i don't actually post them on ebay all right <laughs> oh my god i am i did it's the only reason i bought it was it hurt to pay for it five fucking dollars for that book Dude, the guy at the shop, my, at the surprise comic shop he was like i have one issue number one left is 15 bucks do you want it i said nope no, thank you. I do not want to give. I will not give that man fifteen bucks for that. Ken book. had a whole bunch of them. Ken's not getting fifteen dollars for that book, though. They already paid for it. I did pick up. I picked up a, a fifth printing of Die Number One that I still have to read. People have been talking about that. Uncanny X Men, dude. Uncanny X Men is such a good book. If you're not reading it, fucking. Is it coming out every week or something? Bi weekly. Is a uh, major X. A weekly book? Uh, bi-weekly. They kill, they kill two X-Men in this issue. Which two? Uh, Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. They kill oh, off Wolfsbane. Oh, throw away and, X-Men issue. And then they, uh, they kill off um, Magneto's fucking clone, Jonathan, I think his name is, or Joseph or some Dude, shit like that. Magneto. Characters. Hey, I'm going to share this real quick. Wolfsbane is a good character, man. Yeah. I'm gonna pr- I'm gonna present Brian to everyone. So this is the boys, and this is uh, the fifth issue, I think, sixth issue. As you can see, said hamster front and center. That's someone's butt. And then, uh, <laughs> it, it's a really good. It's a really good um, comic. It's just basically you got these crazy superheroes that do crazy shit in their off time. You know when they're not doing superhero shit and. You have to have a fixture. Oh, I, I see why Brian likes that already. You have I to fix it. There's issue one. But uh, listen to this. So it says, uh, the book will out-preach your preacher, Garth Ennis said. Uh, co- Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson, co-creators of the two most, most thought-provoking comics of the last decade, introduced their first original collaboration for a new monthly series, The Boys, a dark, twisted look at superpowers, super people, and the men and women who make sure the world's heroes never go too far. With a quarter of a million superpowered beings in the world, someone's got to watch out for what's going on beneath all those masks and capes. In a USA, comfortably uncomfortably like our own, that take that task falls to The Boys, a government-funded group of confidential CIA a government-funded group of operatives dedicated to keeping the soups in line. Team leader Billy Butcher, described by a confidential CIA report as the most lethal individual ever encountered by this agency, is on the hunt for new recruits. But it takes something special to join this outfit. You have to be smart, you have to be strong, and you have to have... You have to hate soups with every ounce of black passion in your heart. So, yeah, that's going to be uh, the guy that's playing uh, Billy the Butcher is uh, the guy that played Judge Dredd. What's that guy's name? Carl. Carl Urban. Carl Urban, yeah. So, 
and you can totally see who should who needs to be playing uh, Huey or whatever his name is. I mean, that's that's totally written for that one English uh, Shaun of the Dead dude. Oh, you mean Simon Pegg? Yeah, Simon Pegg. I don't know. Aaron Paul could play it too. Jesse from Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think buzzed. That's- I don't think buzzed white guy with facial hair is hard to cast. Yeah. I don't think that's that hard to cast. But they, so they shove hamsters up each other's butts. Uh, this one, issue number seven, says the teenage kicks bring the fight to the boys' doorstep and learn immediately that they've taken on more than they can handle. The what boys did I just walk into? Yeah, the boys are back in business, but it's all too much for Huey to handle. So, yeah, I, I've never heard of that comic series. Oh, dude, it was huge when it was out. It was really big. Um, I think I have issues like one to maybe thirty or twenty-five. Um, they were with um, Wildstorm for a while, and then they got—they were too dark for Wildstorm, so Wildstorm had to let them go, and they got picked up by um, Dynamite. Is that what it was? Yeah, Dynamite. Tim says, "Is shoving a hamster in your ass a superpower now?" Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> mm, my god and then dynamite picked them up yeah so they switched they switched three publishers i finally watched the trailer today for that fucking like dark evil superman movie bright um bright something the fuck uh-huh. is it bright burn bright burn uh-huh. Uh-huh. i don't that and it was like, but everyone's like, oh, check it out. It looks so good. It, it's like if Superman were evil. So the kid basically has the same like origin story of Superman. He's sent to Earth from outer space and he's adopted by two people and grows up to find out that he's got superpowers. It, it, dope. it looks it, it looks pretty, pretty bad. Did you see the Dark Phoenix trailer? Nope. Yeah. I'm already. Movie looks good. I think it looks good too. Yeah, looks like they're they're closed. This is they're you could tell that they're closing everything out. They're 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 closing it out. Have we heard anything about New Mutants lately? Nope. I thought they were bringing it back. It's back on the. I thought they put it back on the shelf. Maybe the end of the year. Like they, I thought it was back in like because I thought they had shelved it for a while, and then I thought they had brought it back. I know they pushed up the release. They pushed up the release date for uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, that's awesome that they did that. That's gonna be a good one. How far do they push it up again? It's coming out till it's coming out July second now. Sweet. I've always thought Mysterio was a great character that was used. Definitely. It depends on how they do them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Tim in the chat. You see what he said? Maybe if shooting them out your ass with excessive force and they're on fire, I'll buy that book. (laughs) (laughs) 
Have you guys ever heard of the story of Armageddon, the safe word in Armageddon? Is it pineapple? Uh, My safe word is pineapple. (laughs) Um. Well, you're like, I'm that. Did you guys see that John Cena is in talks to join Suicide Squad too, the sequel? Because uh, Batista. Yeah, he's it. he's gonna play um, the role. They're speculating they're gonna play the role of Peacemaker, the role that Batista was supposed to play, but he had to drop out of because his schedule is too too crazy. He's too hectic wrestling. No, he's not wrestling anymore. He had his last his final farewell match, uh, but he's. He's got so many movies coming out this summer. He's he's got like this fucking like Uber movie coming out with um um I can't think of the actor's name. The dude who did the Big Sick. Um, he's also in Silicon Valley. He plays Dinesh in Silicon Valley. Oh yeah, that guy's great. Kamar Nanjiani. Yeah. I would say something like that. Yeah, so he's in a movie. He's in a movie with that with him, and then he's got Avengers coming out. And he's got a ton of movies slated, so. Bright, you're sharing your screen again. Okay, <laughs> here we go. This is what I want to show you guys. Who sends me a copy of the Can you hear it? That appeared in the last yes. Times. He says, a prestigious, a prestigious newspaper, not the off-maligned weekly world news. Quoting the story. In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake, but I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. Eric told the news doctors in the severe burns unit of Salt Lake City Hospital. Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky. What what are you playing, Brian? This is real. After a belching session had gone seriously wrong. So this is a this is a um a newscast like in the sixties and and they're playing it and they didn't realize what they were getting into, but this is real. This really happened on air. And you got to listen to how this guy cracks up. It's like two minutes long. It's hilarious. So this is real. He had no idea what he was about to read, you know, and it just gets worse from there. The hospital. Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky Farnham, had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously <laughs> wrong. A what session? Felching. Tube his rectum and slipped ragged our gerbil in, he explained. <laughs> As usual, Tiki shouted out, Armageddon! My, my cue, <laughs> he'd had enough. He can't keep I it straight. I tried to Ragged, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, thinking the light might attract him. At a hushed press conference, the hospital spokesman described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube, <laughs> igniting Mr. Tomachevsky's hair and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> I was losing his shit back there. <laughs> Can you he, imagine he's that? muted. He's muted back there, losing his shit. <laughs> Did all you just see is him like 
twirling around and like leaning backwards. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> a guy at work showed me that one day and I went, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. He's like, dude, it happened live on air. <laughs> like, this is not real. And sure enough, <laughs> the, safe, the, the gay couple safe word was Armageddon. So I shouted <laughs> Armageddon, but that didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> that pocket happened to reignite an even bigger pocket, <laughs> blowing Whoa. the blowing the gerbil out the rectum like a cannonball. I've officially lost all control of this show, so <laughs> we might as well just let it go where it goes. <laughs> between Brian falling asleep like Jose and picking <laughs> his teeth. And now we're talking about light and farts on fire, the gerbils and anuses. I've lost all control. And the ammonium. I mean, yeah. it is the next logical step. To, it doesn't come out to burn it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm again gone seriously wrong. <laughs> Jeez, man. It's terrible. Um, hey, let's uh go through the. Do you guys just want to real quickly go through the list for Phoenix Fan Fest? No, uh, not not on this episode. I don't. <laughs> not following that, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wax jocks is in there, packed like <laughs> packed in there like a musket. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck, dude! The pride, you're killing me, dude. <laughs> Listen, check out this story about this dude who put a gerbil in his ass. Hey, you want to talk about Phoenix Fan Fusion now? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be some editing magic there. <laughs> Do you want to show them our press back until we get our press passes pulled? Absolutely, Brian. I do. Let's do it. Oh my god, I got tears in my eyes right now. Oh fuck. Well, at least you didn't think Notre Dame was only in Indiana. That's true. <laughs> Notre Dame's in Indiana. <laughs> we we can talk about the uh your um squirt protege though that oh, we messaged yeah. last week on the show and he actually yeah. responded and he's a he's a nutto. Oh. You didn't yeah. think he was gonna respond. I knew he was gonna respond. Did he fucking light you up? Oh dude, he's a nutto, bro. You gonna say you gonna share it for us? Talking about I've already showed him to you, talking about how like he likes to bathe and squirt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's a fucking nut, man. A uh, squirt enema. I heard he. No. I, I heard he drinks fake squirt. He's like, I take a bath <laughs> and squirt. It's pretty much what he said. Yeah, and his friends are like, dude, you seriously got to stop saying this shit. Yep. You look weird. <laughs> you <laughs> look weird. weird. It's fake. It's fake squirt. It's just a facade. He's, <laughs> doing it. He's just doing it for money. It's just right that uh, <laughs> he puts in a squirt bottle. Mm-hmm. It's all just a. It's all just a money-making ploy. Yeah, it's seltzer water. It's a shtick. It's a shtick. <sighs> we should have them come on the show and they can have it. You and him can have a squirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't even want him on the show. Not just because I'm afraid like he would lose his fucking mind. Like he seems like oh, the type yeah, of dude that would like 
Well, not like lose his goddamn mind. All you got to do is just cut him off. And you know what I was going to say? I'd love for him to show up, and we've got like we've got the whole setup. We got like Tim says his friends are yelling at him the safe word at him to stop. <laughs> Armageddon, Armageddon. <laughs> That's the greatest safe word ever, man. <laughs> Armageddon, Armageddon. <laughs> um, to have them all hooked up, but like in syringes, and be like, dude, if you don't fucking mainline squirt, you don't, you're not doing it right, man. This oh is the ultimate. Squirt again, squirt again, squirt again. did. I kind of feel bad for him because he's probably gonna get catch a lot of fucking hell over the years because of of this. When he runs for something, that's what's gonna come up. Yeah. I cook my pasta in squirt. I'm on a quest to uh, to acquire an item of existence value and untold riches. Can you help me, traveler? I'm looking for the artifact known as Squirt. Sending me in an empty Whataburger parking lot, just enjoying a Squirt. The fuck? Packing for Rio. Bathing suit, no. Sunscreen, no. Passport, no. Squirt, yes. Dude, you need to get him on the show next week. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Grapefruit-flavored beer is not equivalent to the delectable flavor of squirt soda. <sighs> hey, Smirnoff, I think it's time for you to consider a squirt flavor. Dude, he guy is lost it, man. Dude, he needs to come on the show. We need to figure out this. Did you know that I only bathe in squirt? Look at his friend's response to that one. Yeah, dude, you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> He'd, we totally need to interview that guy. Uh, I'd feel so bad, man. I like. I'd feel like I'd be embarrassed for him. Why? Just, we're just gonna talk to him about what he loves, like what we talk about with you. Yeah, yeah I'm cool with it. I bet you. Be interesting to see if he comes on. He already said he would, didn't he, Matt? Yeah, he already said he would. Oh fuck yeah! Then we got to get him on, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. He replied to us and said he would he would be down to do it next week. Yeah, then we got to do it, man. Yeah, just, fifteen minutes. Explain to us why why you're why you love Squirt and and why uh, you think you should be the spokesman man for uh, Squirt's Twitter account. <laughs> Tim says, "Come, guys." Who doesn't sit in a Whataburger parking lot after hours squirting in their car? That's <laughs> <laughs> why you don't go to the 24-hour Whataburgers. There's too much squirting. You guys are nuts. <laughs> we got to get that guy on next week, though. No fans or butts about it, Matt. Do well, it. Ne- next week is the uh, the viewer-led show, so I don't I don't know if that's going to happen. Oh man, that's gonna be fun. It should be what? fun. I just I can't believe like this has been a rough show. <laughs> I think it's been a good show. Yeah, I bet you have Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> it's still stuck on Brian, so we've just been watching Brian the whole time. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm waiting wait for him to fall asleep so I get that perfect like clip so I can Photoshop him like I did to Jose. Yeah. Oh, I clicked it off. Damn it. I should have said something. Oh, you ended it, man. Yeah, I clicked it off. You shouldn't squirt it off. 
but where'd Jose go? Who knows? He went to bed. His clarity <laughs> kicked in. Probably. <laughs> oh man! So you really haven't seen the Dark Phoenix trailer yet? Nope. <laughs> I think it's gonna be fucking good. I don't think it is. I think it's gonna be horse shit. Uh, the people people already comparing it to Fantastic Four Rise of Server Surfer tells me it's just gonna be horse shit. But apparently the only thing about it's good about Silver Surfer was Silver Surfer. That's the movie is dog shit. <laughs> That's good. Hey, that right, Brian? Yep. <laughs> You're not gonna go see it on Thursday night, Matt? No. I will not see. I probably won't even see it in theaters, dude. Dang. I didn't. I didn't even see Age of Apocalypse until it came out on DVD. <sighs> I don't know if I'm gonna go see this one in theater just because I'm. I don't know. It's so much easier just to watch it at home, but it is so much easier. I might pull a Kyle and watch it online. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only way to watch movies. Yeah. Watch new movies. I, I just still don't understand why we can't pay nine dollars and rent a brand new movie in our house. Because then, when you go to a theater, now follow me here. When you go to a theater, it's nine dollars per person. When it's at your house, you're paying nine dollars for everybody and your brother to watch. The Fuck movie. it, make it twenty bucks then. You're still paying for everybody and your brother. So what? To watch the movie, so you're losing. They're losing money. I bet you they want it. I bet you they'd make more money. I don't think that math adds up, but that's just me. You don't think they'd make more money being offered at home? Twenty people or twenty bucks for unlimited number of people to watch that movie versus. So what's the difference now? Number people watching it on the internet. They're not losing any money. Well, they they're losing. What? They are losing money. But you're not, not getting. You're not making, getting those ticket sales. But they're still. You you don't really notice. I'm I'm not saying you notice, but if so, if they were to start so doing that, where it was twenty dollars a person, it, that's more than nothing. You're gonna cripple the movie industry. You're not gonna be able to make movies anymore. It will not cripple the music. The, the movie industry just needs to. Needs to join and figure out a way for for their part in this because it's going that way whether they like it or not. Why do you think the fucking cost of like pay per view? And if it was on everybody's movie, I guarantee it wouldn't be. Fred, George, Amy, Grant, everybody, call everybody, come over here, come to my house. We're all watching the movie together. No, it's not going to be like that. You you know, if I were to say, "Hey guys, guess what? I have Avengers Infinity or Avengers Endgame tomorrow at my house." 20 you don't you know i only had to pay 20 bucks for it come watch it you don't if, think everyone's gonna come watch it if i had you, you wouldn't be one of the first people knocking down my door if i had the same option no i probably wouldn't if we all had that option i would not go matt i'm on my way probably but that's say, when you go to a theater i can do it too you're picking taking your family of four and you've got to buy an individual ticket for each person to where when you do it that way, you're only paying one price for an individual family of four or I, I whatever. More money for the people that don't people like me who don't really go to the theater. So now they're not making any money. But if it was here, they would actually make money to all the people. All the people that want to go to theaters are going to go to the theaters. And then they offer it at home. 
I think they would make. I think they'd make a killing. Uh, I don't know. I think people would cheat. That uh, yeah. How many people don't pay for their own Netflix account? Yes, people are cheap. Yes, I mean twenty bucks. They're still making. Even if a family four watches it for twenty bucks, it's still they're still making money. I I don't think there would be rooms full of people watching it. <laughs> I don't think that because you don't. Hey, I got Aquaman. Matt, want to come over and watch it? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, why? I can buy it. You can come over and watch it. I'll buy it. That's okay. I don't. I don't care to watch Aquaman. Oh man, you want to come over and watch the movie? No, not Aquaman. If it was Avengers Endgame, then we're talking a different story here. But, but if it was offered to everybody, you could just watch it. I bet you'd make a killing. Because the cool thing is, how many people do you think would buy it again? Um, I I don't a couple. Yeah, for the same amount of people that go back to the theater and watch it. Matt, I mean, what's the difference? But it, it's still the the same. Like you're gonna take a loss because you're losing that money for a family of four for each person at ten dollars versus paying twenty dollars for however many people okay. watch it in your house. I think it would be just as much as they would be making this as money too. Because like I don't, I have a family of four. I don't go to the movies. Yeah. Now I could buy it with my family. They're still making money. They have that now. It's called DVD sales. But to offer it when it came, comes out same weekend, I can watch it in my house for 20 bucks. I think they'd make a killing. I do too. I think they'd make a killing too. But there's too many old school George Lucas, Steven Spielberg types that want the whole experience. And it would, st- it, would, it would still be there too. Here's a good one. Look up. Look up and to see how much money, um, uh, fucking what the the interview made, because they did that with the interview, the Seth Rogen movie. They released that directly to home because they couldn't put it in theaters. So, and you had to pay to stream it. There are movies that they release, like they do like a same day release on demand as if you were to go to the movie theater. But I think you're they're losing you're gonna lose a lot of money that they have to make back. But it's went and doing it that way. But it wouldn't you can't really compare it to the interview because it would still come out in theaters. <laughs> it's just another option. Well that, I'm just saying the the best movie we can look at right now would be the interview because of that situation. It didn't come out in theaters. So that's so that's not you know what I mean? You'd have to they would have to release a movie um both ways first. I think the movie industry is slowly dying. I hate to say it. Well yeah, because it's all remakes and superhero movies. Yep. It's cool every once in a while to see good movies like Get Out and and uh, what was that other one that John Krasinski did? The Quiet Place. Quiet they, did, Place. they did forty million in digital sales and another five point eight million in regular sales. <laughs> okay, so that's forty million. Okay, so but like look at you know I don't know I just I think they're <laughs> gonna take a hit. You're not gonna see movies making billions of dollars. In theaters. 
if so you have that. you don't think Avengers would make more money if it was released at home and at the theater at the same time? Well, but that's what I'm saying is that, no, I don't think it would. You think it would make less money? I do. Because you have, yeah, you have the people that are still going to the theater to pay it. But for each person that doesn't go to the theater, that's, you know, okay. So if they charge 15 to $20 for you to watch it at home, that's, that's still money per person they're missing out on. Yeah, but it's still, I, I don't know. Uh, I think, because it, I think it, I think it fills, in, it fills it, yeah. I think it fills in the gap of people who don't go to the movies. Who, who are you agreeing with, Wax Jack? I'm, I'm not following. I see you say I agree, but I just, I, I just don't think. I mean, I think you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose money. I'm not saying, you know, I don't know how much it would be. But I don't think they're going to hit a billion dollars opening weekend if you do it like that. If it was at home and in the movies. Oh, he's saying that the interview sucked. <laughs> it's the only movie I can think of where they released it digitally like that. But I mean, there's other like smaller yeah, independent movies. Because but they didn't, you can only compare it to a movie to truly be able to gauge it. You'd have to be able to do it to a movie that came out at the theater and at home at the same time. How many movies have done that? None. No, I bet you some. No, there's there's a lot of movies right now that do like same day release in theaters where it's on like on demand where you can buy it on pay per view the same day it comes into theaters. But there's small like B list movies. Look it up. So Google search it. (laughs) I'm asking you because you're you have you have Direct TV. They do it all the time. They always say same day release. You're spitting out the the fact. So I'm I was asking you. Fine, I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just saying. Especially to all those people that aren't close to a movie theater, they'd be paying for it. It's just extra sales. What do you think, Brian? <coughs> I agree with you. <coughs> I'd rather watch TVs or movies at my own home. So, and it would be the same. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a 24 hour thing. You'd pay $20. It would be, it would start. You'd pick your, your, whenever you wanted to start, like, you know, you'd pick the eight o'clock one, you'd watch it. As soon as it was done, it was done. You couldn't, you couldn't watch it again. You wouldn't have it for 24 hours. You wouldn't have it for, you know, you could watch it one time, $20. Maybe if they made it that way. Um, Batman the Killing Joke is one. In Your Eyes is another one. A Field in England is one. Um, God Bless America uh, is another one. Road to Guantanamo, Bubble, EMR. All those movies were released on demand the same day they were released in theaters. Are any of them, uh, did any of them get any good reviews? God Bless America is a good movie, but it's an indie film. Most of the ones that do that are indie films. Yeah. They kind of have to do that. To f- for what reason? To save money somewhere else. I right? They don't have to have a huge publicity machine, so maybe they could put more money into special effects or something. I figured it was to get more sales because then they've got both mediums 
people who go to the movies and then people who don't. <laughs> <laughs> but they still, but the, but you're they still make that money from the people who don't go to the movies on the back end when you're buying the DVD. Plus, so they're still making the DVD sales. Like I get what you're saying, but I think like if you doing the math, you know, having what, what you have to base on, there's no way you could prove any of this. Doing math. doing twelve this is times four. How how is this like not not catching to you? Like if you're you're paying twelve dollars a person for a family of four versus twenty dollars for your entire family one time, like there's going to be loss at some point. You're going to see it. It might be, it might be minuscule. I'm not arguing how much it's going to be. I'm just saying it's going to be at a loss. I, I don't even think you, I, I think they would do just fine. It'd be, awesome. it depends on the movie. Why would it depend on the movie? Um, what do you mean? Why would it depend on the movie? Yeah. Why would it depend on the movie? It, Cause if it's a shit movie, nobody's going to want to watch it either way. Well, I mean that, that you can't do anything about that. <laughs> that, um, that. That wouldn't affect that. The fact that it's at the movies and at your house, because people aren't going to see it regardless. Not true because there's a lot of people that go watch shit movies just because they, you know, they're, they're going to the spectacle spectacle of going to the movie theater. But that's it's your personal opinion of what a shit movie is. That's yeah. when 20 people come over to your house to watch it. I don't know. I'm I, I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I, I don't know it's going to make that big of money. Because, yeah, yes, they're getting the double sales. But, do you know, you would think that $12 a person for four people would be a higher number than four people at just so if, I go, if I go see a matinee it would almost be the same price for four people to watch it at home. That's sad. Well, it depends. There's, but we're putting an imaginary price point on what it is to watch it at home. But okay. yeah, I see your point. Well, you're saying you keep saying four people. Yeah. That, that's so what, how much is a matinee? <clears throat> Usually like eight bucks, nine bucks. Uh, I thought it was less than that, but I remember when it used to be three bucks. I just say they can find an average price. I'm pretty sure they could do that. It's like twelve bucks to go see a fucking movie after six o'clock now. Like I paid like twelve fifty a person for my Avengers tickets. I would watch a lot more movies. It's like it's like the same thing with like the 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 music industry and why they say it's dying because and there's such a big thing on on streaming and shit like it's like okay you bought one CD and then but see the music let four other people will come off of it adapting yeah they have now with digital downloads and shit but I I don't think. Like like Wax Jock said in in the chat, the also the allure is that going to the movies is a as a spectacle in itself. Like people like to go to the movies for that. The average matinee price for uh, Harkins is uh, seven fifty to ten dollars, and then for AMC it is uh, thirteen sixty nine. 
for a matinee? No, no, sorry, hold on. Uh, it is seven fifty for ten dollars on Harkins, and it doesn't say for AMC. It just says ticket price thirteen bucks. <clears throat> so it's interesting. I didn't know that. <clears throat> I, don't know. I just think they'd make more money for all the people that don't like to go to the movies. They still like me. I don't go to the movies. It takes me a lot to go to the movies. I'm with you. So I can't be the only person. So if they charge me 20 bucks, I'd be more than happy to pay 20 bucks to sit in my house and not have to go to a movie theater, but still be able to watch it opening weekend. Yeah. I would still love to be able to watch it Thursday, Thursday so, night. And then like that. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm just saying that's just, I would just, I, it would just, it would benefit for people like me that hate, I like, I hate going to the movies. Like, I think that's why I watch movies and I go in the movies and I come back. And what do I usually say about movies after I see them in the theater? They suck. That I didn't like it. And I think it's because I'm at the movie theater. I just don't like doing it. Like, so why is in the theater? If Beyonce is coming to your theater, you know that you're making bank. If Endgame is coming to your theater, you know you'll be make huge profits. Indie movies can't get you that assurance. So that's that's why they do it. And he's like, you will also wait or go to the theater on opening weekend. So, I mean, I don't... I, don't, I like going to the theater. Like that's the part of the, of the. I'm an old school movie person. I like going to watch movies in the theater. I don't care about the theater. Yeah, people are annoying, but I I still enjoy going to the movies. Like I got a nice big TV. It's I can. It's I love. It was just it's just so much better watching things in the comfort of your own home. I love going to the movies when it's not slam packed. I love it even more now with the recliners. Um, so as long as it's not 3D, I'm good. Oh, you can't handle 3D? No. Make you see people. Know. And yeah. it's to wear glasses and put 3D glasses on. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Brent says the same thing. It's stupid. But that's just me. Like I like going to the movies, so it it wouldn't hinder me either way. It would probably it would cut down on me paying to go see it a second time because then I would probably just watch it from home the second time. But I don't know. I, I think that what you know, see the they should make a rule if you see it in the theaters, you can't see it at home. Why would they make that that would be like Oh, they wouldn't make any money? That's what DVD sales are. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just saying the other thing is Gotta yeah, look how much money they're making off of concessions and stuff and advertising. But the theater's making money off concessions. The movie okay. Yeah, the movies are. They're not making money off concessions, but they're making money off advertising. Well, they're the the advertising is getting you into the theater to watch the movie. They're paying for the advertising. And no, if they no. advertise it, I would know to buy it on my TV. Right, but then, that, but you're arguing, and I understand where you're coming. You're arguing from a point of convenience, like you don't like to go to the theater, so you'd rather buy it on your TV, and that's that's the point you're arguing from, and that's fine. I'm just saying that, you know, 
yeah, you're going to lose. There's going to be some money loss because of people buying it, a ticket per person versus buying a movie one time and having yeah, however many people like, watch it. It's not, I think the point, what, what it sounds like to me, you're saying is you think nobody's going to go to the theater anymore. No, I'm not saying that but at all. I, I think everybody's still going to go to the theater and there's just going to be a nice chunk of percentage of people that'll just watch it at home. I, I don't, I don't understand why there'd be a money loss if everyone's still going to go to the theater. Well, I'm just saying, because you're, you're, for everyone who goes to the theater, okay, so, but you look at it now. Look at all the people that go to the theater. Say you get a theater of 300 people, and half of them watch it at home, okay? That's, for each person not there, you don't know how big their family is. You don't, you know, so if you're paying $20 for all five people in your family to watch that movie total, instead of paying $8 a person for the X amount of people to watch that movie, there, there's going to be a money loss there. I don't think there'd be much of a money loss. Because there's going to be a separation of people that go to the theater now that'll be like, oh, I'm not going to go because I can just watch it from home. So it's not like that. And that's where it sounds like you're coming from is that you're like, the same people are still going to go to the theater that go to the theater, but that, that might not be the case. But it might be. I'm just we're arguing in circles now. Jose's <laughs> so, over there playing video games. I got one question. Is George Perez gonna be in Phoenix this year? No. He's actually sticking to his guns. I don't think he's even listed is he listed for fan fusion? No. I know Rat. I know Norm is going to be here, but that's weird. Well, it's not weird. He's, he said he wouldn't come back here after the whole. What's it called? The uh, Trump debacle. Which I don't understand why that makes it so he can't come here. Because. He was he not, not going to red states. Yeah, he's not going to any states that are Republican. Okay. That's the reason. But he'll go to states that are blue, but he won't go to states that are red. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go to states that are green. <laughs> All right, let's see here. I think, I mean, I think that's... We can can end it here since uh, you know Jose's playing video games you know what's one good a company that makes it so that you can that you watch it live and you can watch it on the TV at the same time and they still make a lot of money what the UFC that's yes that's true (laughs) wrestling they do it too yeah what Dude, that, that's crazy because, you know what? I used to have UFC fights, and I'd have like 15 people at my house, man. I bet you they lost so much money. Yeah, but you're paying $50 for a UFC fight. 
sixty dollars for a UFC fight. Everybody pitches in for like yeah. Everybody pitches in for that, right? So then make the movies at home that much, dude. When I was a when I was a kid, I used to go to my buddy's house and watch wrestling pay per views at sixty dollars for the pay per view. We each chipped in five bucks. Damn, they! I bet you they lost money because how much is it to go see it? To go to go see it live? Yeah, more than that. Fuck, they're losing money. What? You're not making any sense. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? It's because seeing event live and watching at home, you're still paying for it the same way. But exactly. If, but it's not deterring people that are like, oh, I can go watch it, go watch it live if, in your hometown or watch it at home. It's not deterring people. They're like, you can't go watch a movie. It does work. You can't go to a wrestling event in in fucking New York when you live in phoenix yeah, like that it's not like yeah, it, fuck, yeah you can. it's not the same as like oh yeah movie. i used to that's what that's why the ufc wouldn't let me go to vegas and watch the fights because i wasn't from a different state i couldn't make it <laughs> yeah tim, tim just yeah, said damn tim, like tim just said they can't have wrestlemania in 2000 venues at the same time but they do they do a live event that you have the opportunity to go to right but you have avengers endgame in like thousands of theaters at the same time with millions of people going to see it. Like you, you, you don't have that. You only have it in one state. And then your only other option is watching it at home. If you don't, if you're not there to go to the live event, it's not like, it's not like you can just drive down to your local, you know, stadium and they're, they're having a WrestleMania there. Yeah. It's, it's like, I understand what you're saying, but like we're just gonna have to agree to disagree at this point. I hope they do it, and I hope you have to go. Damn, Kyle, you're fucking right. Damn, Kyle, why do you pay to go see Ghost every time they're in town? Why don't you just watch their show online for somebody streaming it? I do. Every every fucking concert they do, I fucking I sure. Okay, like, but I'm saying when when they're in Phoenix, why why do you go to their live show? Why don't you just stay home? Because I can. They're why, here. Why are Why are you going to to see Limp Biscuit tomorrow at at U Fest? Why don't you just watch it at home? If if they had it at home and I could pay for it, I would. I totally you, fucking would. You if could watch it from somebody streaming it at home. 98 came and said, hey, for 18 bucks, you can watch the whole concert at home. I'd watch it at home. But that's part of the thing of going to the concert. You're also paying for the experience. That's the same thing with the movie. You're paying for the experience to go to the movies. I'd, I'd watch every ghost concert live online. <laughs> Matt, you are correct. That's that's what you're paying for when you go to theater. It's that whole experience. Yeah, but see, I don't care about the experience. Exactly. Certain people do. Certain people don't. I'm sure a lot of people don't. That's what I'm saying. That's that, that's another percentage of people that would be watching the movie or doing it. It's just another source of income. You, just, you think these people just don't watch movies now because they don't go to the movie theater? No, they just wait like I do. Or yeah. they watch it online. Yeah. But they, but like Wax Josh just said, we're both right. The dollars are the deciding factor, though. Yeah. So we're both I'm making... Saying, I'm just saying, I would like to watch it opening weekend. I just don't want to go to the theater to do it. I, I understand what you're saying. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like that. I'm oh, sure you're, oh, you're 100% correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing. 
I'm going to be uh, trying to go to a showing where there's not a ton of people in the crowd. And then I'll go home and watch it at home if there isn't. I don't know. Eh. Wax says, I think a good comparison is cable versus streaming. The balance shifts once the money spoke. What is that? I don't understand that. What does that mean? Well, because you're getting paid a lot more money to do like, well, because look at the money spoke. So you're paying less to, to watch it at home versus or watch it on a streaming service and like watching it on HBO. So you're paying. So like right now I pay like a hundred and fucking $50 for direct TV for two TVs in my house. And you can pay 20 bucks a month for a streaming like sling to watch the same shit. But I, I just don't like having to sit through stupid ads and like, I like being able to DVR and fast forward my shit. So, and I like being able to watch it when it comes out next, not next day. Well, there's also a bunch of new stuff that like uh, these cable companies are doing like um, DS, DSL. Um, is that a cable company? Direct, direct, direct. Well, there's Direct TV, and then there's DSL. Is a it's like internet. Okay, so it sounds like DSL is offering a a package for fifteen. This is what Umpa does for fifteen dollars a month. He gets a package that um, he can watch any streaming, anything live streaming that that uh, they have available to their regular cable users, and uh, you can also download. You know, it's just basically like you're having your your uh, Cox account to watch on any TV. You know, you don't have to have a cable box. You can just download the package for fifteen dollars a month, and then you can stream all the channels they have available. Direct TV has that too. It's called Direct TV Now or Go or something like that, where you pay like thirty bucks a month and you can stream certain channels, but you can't. They don't offer the other option to like record them. See, so you can't like DVR. Yeah, that's the next step. That's that's where it's going to be the big changes. That right there, what you just said, Matt. That's the big uh, the big turnpike that's coming up. So he, Wax says. So when enough people were incentivized not to pay for cable, the streaming services suddenly had the money to get better content leased. And like, that's what. Look at what Netflix raises their prices all the time because they have to pay for that Netflix, the Netflix original series somehow. You know, it's it's not a tremendous amount of money, but huh? Sorry, what'd you say? No, I it turned to my my YouTube and it was not muted. Oh, I, I like I said. I'm. We're arguing semantics. We're both right. It's just a matter of, like, you'd have to sit there and actually do the math to to look at it. And I have no. I don't even know where to begin to do that math. Yeah, I am not a mathematician. I just think, like, logically, I think it would. You might be right. I might be wrong, but I would think logically, like. $12 per person you'd get you'd sell more than $12 for a a family of four I like total like i would pay 50 bucks to be able to watch the movie friday night at my house if they, that, they said 50 bucks you could pay for it you could have it at your house i'd i'd buy it what if it's like 50 bucks a month 
To watch every movie? To watch movie once. Yeah, I would pay I would do, to not go to the okay. So based on Matt's like uh family of four, so it's thirteen bucks a ticket times four, and then it's like sixty-six dollars in fucking popcorn and sodas. It's cheaper to pay fifty bucks and just have it streamed in my house. Yeah. I'm, I'm, right, man, but I'm not talking. I'm not when I, I just want to put it out there. I'm not adding concessions and all this into the the math because I'm thinking of what the the studio gets for the movie sales. So I'm not adding concessions into this. I'm just saying like ticket prices straight up. Now, I, just like I mean, like if they'd offered Avengers, if I can watch it on the twenty sixth for fifty bucks, I'd do it at my house. I'd do it. Now, if there was a service where you could pay, you know, like Jose's saying, if there was a service where when you sign up, they say how many people are in your household and you tell them and then you pay X amount of money per household to cover that. And that's a different situation. (laughs) You know, like. A midget. Yeah. Like if it's like, okay, you got a family of four. So that's going to be $30 I don't think anybody would lie. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, a 12 year old how many people are in your house one yeah well i'm no, just saying I'm 15 of us there's one god damn it shut up <laughs> <laughs> be, i mean i'm just i don't know i would too i mean i wouldn't it wouldn't deter me from going to the theater still like movies that i'm like on the fence about it would it would I mean that type of service you're talking about would would draw me to watch movies that I'm not sure that I want to go to the theater for. There's something but. about going to see a movie in a theater and the whole experience and everything that comes with it. And I I see that, you know, that there's certain movies that in my opinion you have to go to the theater and watch. And that's just my opinion. But I think that we are definitely going towards the way of you know, uh, movie theaters and big chains becoming extinct. But it's going to be a bummer because, I don't know, will that just leave those big theaters like, uh, what's the made the famous one here in Arizona? Harkins. No. What? Which one? The famous uh, theater at the uh, downtown that used to have. Um, they redid it. It's really famous for being one of the first places that Star Wars was shown. It's got a weird name. Oh, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, any, anyways, those places will become the places that, um, you know, people go to get that feeling of nostalgia and stuff like that. Well, well yeah, because it's, it's like an, you know, it's a whole production to go to the movies you know uh-huh. uh let's see here go to the movies because i mean we're, we're arguing it from two different points of the year you're arguing it from the point of convenience and like what you would want versus the money side of it so i mean it, it's it's like wax said we're i mean i also think they would make money so we're I mean, both right it just it just comes down to the dollars and how much is actually going to be made I think they would make money both ways. But 
that's just me. So, yeah, uh, never mind. What? Nothing. I'm not. I'm done talking about it. Say it. Spit it out. Uh, Garmin's Chinese Theater. Is that what That's Brian's in, talking about? That's no. isn't isn't that in in LA? LA, LA, LA. I know there's a cool theater downtown. I don't remember what it's called though. I would have thought he was talking about Alamo Draft House, but and then when he started saying that it's old, I was like, okay, because those haven't those have just come here. That's recent. There's a movie theater. Da- I think it's an AMC now, actually. The one downtown. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one like it's in a strip mall or not a strip mall, but like. <laughs> There's like a shopping area. Yeah. It's connected to. Yeah. It's an AMC now. And I just don't remember what it's called. Is it the one that's by the um by the convention Hooters. center? Yeah. It's like two blocks away. Two yeah. or three blocks away. Hmm. I've been to that theater. I saw Deadpool there, but I just I don't know that it it is it's a it's a Harkins. No, yeah, it's a Harkins. It's AMC. AMC. Is it AMC? Yeah. Because there's no Harkins downtown. Yeah, they got kicked out in the 80s. They what? didn't like their kind there. No. <laughs> I thought you were being serious. No. They're a little too dark. They're no, too dark for the, for the neighborhood. DC movie. <laughs> what happened to those porn like theaters? You can get it for free at home. Yeah, I was about to say, you don't need them anymore. Prove math. Yeah. <laughs> the internet happened. <laughs> Fuck it. Nope. Never mind. I'm I'm on Team Matt now. Never mind. <laughs> I just proved. I just proved it. Yeah. Good job. You're 100 right, Matt. My bad. I take I take the last 36 minutes back. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> the Orpheum. There Is that what you guys were talking about? The Orpheum. And that well, I mean, people still pay for for porn too. That's why Pornhub has a fucking premium subscription. Nobody pays for that. That's just like there to people. to annoy you to click out of something. <laughs> it's like ten people that pay. Well, for it. like we were talking about starting your dad bod camming model career, and people would have to pay for that. <laughs> Nobody would pay for that. Well, they might pay fifty bucks on opening night. Just once. Just once. What the fuck are we watching? See? See? Why is he naked? Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Tim just killed me. Did you see his comment? Fucking Jose just shot Kyle down. He had been sleeping for the last (laughs) hour when he wakes up to kill Kyle's theory. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking really. Never mind, I take it all back. <laughs> I am a man and I can admit when I'm fucking wrong and I'm fucking wrong. Oh man. God damn it, Jose. You're welcome, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I honestly didn't even think about using porn to try and make my, an argument. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's why PB Herman's glad that fucking <laughs> on the internet, right? I think it's sweet. He's coming back, right? Yeah, he's coming to Phoenix. Well, we'll talk about it in a couple weeks. But yeah, he's coming. Fuck yeah. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> yeah. If he didn't have to go to the theater to get caught masturbating, he'd have been right. <laughs> Only the internet existed when he was doodling himself. You know why uh, you know why you can't have movies at home? <laughs> it makes movie theaters go away. <laughs> Yep, makes the porn industry. <laughs> Damn. Well, Wax said, Wax said, Kyle, you're not wrong. Endgame isn't sexy enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you really let us sit there and argue for like half an hour about this and just <laughs> waited to the best possible moment to kill it with a porn reference. I was just watching two retouch fight. <laughs> and a cup. All right. Pee-wee, huge support of the straight to video. <laughs> yep. Because he's like, all right, I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shut this down. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he's like, let me shut this down. I got a boss fight coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim just said, Jose is between Overwatch matches. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, I do have to say I watched Miss Marvel again last night, and uh, that scene. No, no, I saw it here. Uh, that scene with uh, Stan Lee on the bus is really, really cool. And yeah. uh, every time I see it, it's it's it gives a little tear to my eye because they they played that off perfectly and um, can't do much better of a cameo and the whole situation and everything than than doing it that way. He's going to ask Kevin about that himself when uh, I try to get him on the show. Yeah. Like that nod to Mulrats that they had. That was awesome. 200th episode, I'm going to push for it. Yeah, let us know if there's any way we can start sending them information. I'm going to push for it. I'm sure he would. Maybe we can ask him about this debate, Kyle. Ooh. (laughs) At home versus theater. He'll say, say, yeah, Red State did real fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) Because Red State was a straight uh, on-demand movie. Yeah. Well, in his career, though, his movies like Mallrats made more when they were on video than in theater. But that's like most how most indie cult films work. Like, Paul A. Shore. Not that, you know... (laughs) He he was on Joe Rogan podcast a year ago, and he was talking about how Biodome is like bombed in theaters, and that's like one of his most known movies. Oh, that and love that movie, that, that and Encino Man, yeah. That scene in Son in Law when he goes to pluck the turkey and the turkey comes back to life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's actually my favorite Paul Shore movie. Is Son? Yeah, same with me. <laughs> And that and Biodome, but man, my I saw my dad literally have. I thought he was having a coronary, man. He was laughing so hard in that part. You, know, you get to the point where you're laughing so hard you like can't breathe. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't think this. I thought this guy was gonna pass out. <laughs> I still like those are two, three great movies even to this day. Encino Man, Son-in-Law, and Biodome. <laughs> and In the Army Now. Holy shit, In the Army Now was good, yeah, too. Yeah, that's funny. That was good, too. Tim, Tim says, in regards to your comment about letting us know about Kevin Smith, he says, easy, Brian. The last time everyone got involved in a social media push, everyone got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> blocked by Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith doesn't, I don't, he doesn't black people. He retorts them in the best ways. Yeah. He's not scared like a Liefeld. Well, yeah. Direct message Kevin Smith and ask him to come on the show. You, his DMs are closed. Oh, smart man. But yeah. you so, have to go through, I have to find her email, but you have to go through Muse's wife to do, to, cause she's the one that books all his shit. So I have to find her email and go through that, which I'll have to search harder than I have been. I'm sure I can find it. <laughs> you have to search harder than not searching? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> searching for like, oh, I should look this up, and then being like, oh, a squirrel, and moving on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, those two wrestlers' asses are hitting each other. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, yeah, no. That, that was not. <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way, Mugwai. We really need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it that you just thought, hey, look, these two wrestlers' asses are bouncing off of each other. Matt and Kyle need to see that. <laughs> I, I, just, I just love the fact that we popped in your head. It's awesome. He's got his shirt porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim says, not yet. Wait till he meets the absolute geek squirters. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Uh <laughs> Brian Squirters. <laughs> Brian and the Squirters. Dude, yeah. Brian's fan club should be called the Squirters, and they just carry over with him from each podcast he goes to. I like, I like Squirted Out. Squirted Out. Squirted Out with with Brian McClay. Oh man, shirt concepts going there. Yeah, that's that's what your new podcast intro should be when when Keith sh- puts the gun under his chin. It should be a squirt gun, and you just come popping out of it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he just squirts you out of it. Yep, I like that. Where the fuck is McClay? And he's just like, yeah. and then you fucking squirt out of the squirt gun <laughs> into like the seat right next to him. <laughs> I can wake up, man. <laughs> Ready to do this? Get a hockey jersey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't even call him that anymore. He calls him Kevin Smith. You know, fucking Kevin Smith jersey. <laughs> That's crazy. You're picking up where the man left off, huh? You're picking up the mantle. Yeah. Someone has to. Ooh, that could be a selling point of getting him on the show. What? That Brian wants to wear that Brian wears wears hockey jerseys on another podcast. That's a total selling point. Podcast, you're fucking jersey wearing fuck. Has he ever gone on uh, anybody else's podcast that isn't famous? Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. He'll go on fucking this podcast. Well, yeah, if I set it up, I don't see why he wouldn't. Like, there was another podcast that told them they were getting him on. They were like, he was like 200 episodes. 200 episodes, and I'll do your show. And he's like, because that way I want to make sure that you're actually in it for, you know, good reasons and not just trying to get make something off my name 
So we're, we've got way over 200 episodes. Don't get me wrong. It's fucking 400 and some, but this, this show alone yeah. is hitting 200 episodes. Which is nuts, and congratulations on that. It's nuts to butts. It is nuts to butts. But Damn. I think we've about we've about killed everyone. I'm surprised we still have fucking people watching in chat, <laughs> interacting in chat. I figured <laughs> having our old school Matt and Kyle debate about the movies, people would have left. Armageddon. Yeah, Armageddon. That's what I was Asian scream right before he shut it down. <laughs> Armageddon, I'm shut this shit down. Armageddon. Oh, you have to be stood around. Armageddon porno. <laughs> dead, dead. What about porn? Fucking Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ruined it, dude. <laughs> Does it squirt again? <laughs> you should start tweeting Kevin if you want to uh, become you know if you want to support our show and become an absolute geek squirter you can for joining our monthly Patreon for the you could squirt you could squirt money into our Patreon that should be a that should be a Patreon like pledge level is if you donate X amount of money Brian will send you an autographed squirt can yeah. Oh, an empty squirt that. can that he is drunk. He will sign it and send it to on you. Air. On air. It'll be a, it'll be a, a a twenty ounce bottle, so it'll have a little backwash in it. Oh right. yeah, leave, leave and, a, a, and a cigarette cool. butt or a joint, a roach. It'll have a roach yeah. in it. Yeah, it'll have a roach in in a, and half a drink squirt, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll personalize it for you. <laughs> I'll fart in it. Ah, have you guys ever heard about that in Japan? People buy. Farts in bottles. Farts in jam jars. Yeah. How crazy is that? Don't buy anything over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that's a money-making opportunity, my friend. Right? This is an American fart. That's that's what happens when your porn is pixelated. You go, They have to come up with crazier shit to get off in Japan. Yeah. You have American font. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's awesome. the show the show has completely gone off the rails though <laughs> <laughs> it was never the same after fucking armageddon <laughs> Dude, honestly man i don't remember the first half of the show because i was watching brian fucking pick his teeth <laughs> i was mesmerized into it like i was getting like lost <laughs> Like Tim says, Jose, kill this fart jar shit before it gets carried away. <laughs> you know, porn. They probably have porn for that. Oh, man. Fart porn? Fart porn. Sure there is. Look it up, Matt. Fart porn? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Hold on, I have it in a folder. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it's, it's Jose's secret folder. <laughs> it's a folder in a folder. He's got it hidden. The food, the the, the actual folder says there. There it's is. Perfect. It's it's fart fantasy porn. Oh what? My God! Play a clip. I'm not playing a clip. <laughs> go on, yeah, go on. You porn and type in fucking fart porn. <laughs> just type, <laughs> just type in fart. Speaking of that, did you see the? Have you, Brian? Have you seen that? Uh, 
ESPN video yet of the uh, ESPN anal- analysis farting on air and like trying to co- cover it up with a cough? No. I, <laughs> is that the same one where it shows the players all smelling it? No. So like they're talking about basketball and talking about Kevin Durant and like the playoff game that just happened. And like at the beginning of the segment, you see the guy like grunting and you know who Steven Smith, Stephen A. Smith is from yeah. ESPN. Yeah. So he's going off about Kevin Durant and then the, the other guy starts talking and he, you hear it. It's like, and he's like, and like tries to cover it off of the, <laughs> oh, awesome. but like you hear it. It's like, and he like tries to cover it up. It's pretty funny. I'm going to look that up right now. Fart porn. Dude, no matter how old I'll get, I will always laugh at fart jokes. Oh, farts are awesome. Fart, fart jokes. Fart porn. Oh, we're, we're losing viewers because we're talking about farts. Uh, ESPN Max Kellerman denies farting on during the first take. Oh, he does it. You hear it. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see what we get. It's like five minutes. If they're watching the like full video, it's like five minutes in. A dog's yelling at me. The week of the season finale. If anybody would read something into the timing of his departure more so than anybody else, it's usually you. What's going on, Mr. South Beach? Well, since we are disappointed now and seeing who can out-disappoint each other, I'm disappointed that <laughs> yesterday on first take, somebody was gassy and no one has taken inventory of who that person was. I accused Max Kellerman of a lot. On the oh, air, Max no. Kellerman disputed it. Doesn't leave a lot of people. I think it means <laughs> Kyle. All set and everyone's covering for it. Well, did anyone smell something on set? No, we I didn't. Don't like that. And trust you, me, Dan Levitard. It had no <laughs> gas <laughs> gas. It has Not only that, but I claim it. Who was it? Who was it? They're fighting about a fart. Nobody, I wouldn't be ashamed to admit it. Roses and flowers around me yeah. at all times. Jesus, unreal. You gotta love where ESPN has uh, has grown into a multi-billion-dollar organization that. Supporting. Yeah, just can't uh, accept when they got caught dealing a, a, a nasty one. It's always much easier just to to say you did it and not have to deal with all the fucking backtracking. Whoever smelt it dealt it. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, I'm gonna send you since you got the <laughs> since you got the uh, the speakers, Brian. Here, I'm gonna send this in chat for you to play. Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, Brian is now our official. Uh, we you're gonna play it for us. All right, here we go. I don't hear anything. Oh, they're very quiet to hear it. No, but the difference is, is that Draymond. Uh, it was right before that. It's like right at the beginning of the video. It's, it's like. No, but the difference is. Oh. <laughs> you hear it? Here, I post, I'll just post a video in chat for everyone to find Oh, no, that was... You can hear it. Listen. Yeah. 
anything? No, I don't hear yeah. anything. <laughs> I don't hear anything. And I, you can hear it. You just have to listen. It sounds like brr. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's yeah. like brr, and it's muffled, and then he tries to cover it up with a cough. <laughs> Didn't Keith Olbermann do that one time too? I'm sure everyone's done it. You have the dude, um, what Phil Sims did it in the NFL booth, and he like wafted it in the other dude's face. <laughs> <laughs> I love fucking Phil Sims. ESPN's Max Kellerman seemingly fails to cover up loud fart during live broadcast. Can you imagine going down in history like as the guy who fucking farted on ESPN Live? Well, honestly, I have slapped a lot of fools and I've retired a slap. I don't try to slap my fingers messed up. So the yeah, slap is your all slap bad. might be a, a claw. It's but I don't, I don't really like this. I mean, we, are, we all know we can kick all their ass. It's not really a fight. What I would love to see is them sit down and debate the topics. Uh-huh. Sit down. Yeah, that's a list of the risk of live entertainment. <laughs> and why things aren't working and see how much they actually know. Why did this play go right? Why did I have to throw it faster? Why did I have to slide? What are the circumstances of the play that comes from the player and not from just the spectator? Yeah, he didn't say shit about it on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> ESPN's fart gate deepens with widespread denials and reckless speculation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the difference is is that Draymond is usually arguing and oh, oh. The difference is is that Draymond is usually arguing and oh. Yeah, what he's like that's him trying to cover up the fart. <laughs> but the difference is is that Draymond is usually arguing and Oh yeah. <laughs> Says <laughs> is that dream on usually arguing and say that there was that noise. I don't know who dealt it. Later. That's oh. great. Max, stop. Fucking nut job. Well, that's what happens when you fucking get caught farting on uh, ESPN. Yep. Becomes the number one fucking hot take of the day. <laughs> I would do it every time then. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk up there, get your tie ready. Get all, all right, the biggest baby. interviews in the world, and you're just like, hurt. Yeah. Every time you interview someone. Now that I think about that, man, I w- that's a great idea, man. If you're like a news guy, just like, like if you're like a Johnny Carson or something, just, just you know, break wind every once in a while to kind of like liven up the set. <laughs> Wax Chuck, so this is the type of real news mainstream media doesn't cover. <laughs> <laughs> For life. Uh all right, well, I think that's a good place to end this week's episode since we're talking about farts now. 
We went from real real topics to talking about farts. Well, soon we'll have the official uh, Jose Chimichanga farts in a jar um, <laughs> on the on the uh, web. We're hard we're hard hitting. Yeah, we're we're really uh, hard at work getting that done. Um, yeah, we just gotta um, you know get our you know nose to the grindstone, or so they say. We'll have a, they'll be in absolute geek jars. Yeah. Yep. There you go. We'll send them out for you. It'll be Jose's fart of the month. And it'll say oh, what he it's ate a monthly subscription day. fart jar. Yeah. Jose's fart of the month. And, and he can only eat certain foods that whole month. So this our standards are set really high. And you can he'll actually, you know, say what he ate that day. Got it. I don't know why people listen to us. For an additional five dollars <laughs> a month, you can have a little jar to open to sniff. Oh, somebody had a fucking taquito. You get like a travel size version. Yep. Fucking take it from Uncle Brian, kids. Don't Rick Simpson and Google ESPN fart videos. <laughs> <laughs> Armageddon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't. I can't believe people actually listen to this shit. <laughs> I can't believe people listen to us. <laughs> what are they gonna say next? I know. <laughs> oh, and every uh, other every other every third month, you could get Matt in a jar. It's a small jar. <laughs> it's a small <laughs> jar. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I want to thank everyone for hanging out with us tonight in the chat. You guys are fantastic. Sticking it out. Uh, if you liked this episode and you liked what we talked about tonight, <laughs> make sure to hit that like button. We should have told your first time. Fusion this episode, huh? We should have totally talked. Yeah, about right. Fusion this episode. <laughs> if you had a good time and this is your first time watching this, find Sorry. Out, make sure to hit that like subscribe button. <laughs> if you're listening to this every week on the um, suckers, your, yeah. If you're listening to this weekly on the, your local uh download podcast downloading program wherever you download it from whether it's itunes stitcher um google make sure to leave us a review uh, just just not this episode don't review this episode. <laughs> review it review a different one um if you want to support the show we do have a patreon patreon.com forward slash absolute geek you can sign up there to be one of brian's squirters <laughs> where every month he will send you a squirt can um, should get those shirts made. Yeah, we gotta think of a good shirt for that. I will make one of the hashtags this week, Armageddon, Tim, just for you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when was that recorded? How long ago? Uh, yeah, early eighties, I think. Maybe mid mid eighties, early nineties. Guys, remember, if you're in the Phoenix area on May the 4th, not only is it Star Wars Day, it is free comic book day. We'll be down at Drawn to Comics and Glendale hanging out, having a good time. Hopefully live podcasting from the event, but I haven't been told whether or not for sure we will have internet where we're setting up. Um, I'll be there. What's that? We'll just use your phone as a hotspot. Yeah, I'll be there. I know Kyle will be there. I don't know. Are you going to come, Brian? Yes, sir. Brian will be there, and then you guys can check out the people from Comic Playground will be there. Um, Couch Crunchers will be there. There's a whole bunch of podcasts going to be there. So come check out Free Comic Book Day. 
Uh, if you're not in the Phoenix area, go to your local shop to, to support Free Comic Book Day. It's a great event to and, um, get get comics in, into kids' hands. I'll be in Minneapolis in Andy. Yeah. Going to go to Free Comic Book Day. I, I, I want to know if Andy even agrees to all these plans that you're making with him. I don't know. I know you guys are doing all kinds of shit together. <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine me and you. I do me. Imagination land. But yeah. So, uh, we tossed the dice. <laughs> for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm the at-home movie fee. <laughs> Jose. I'm Jose. I'm Brian. He's sleepy Brian. <laughs> and we'll see you guys. Oh, shit, before I go. Next week, remember, next Friday, next Friday, next Friday, it is the end of the month, so it's our viewer-led show. So get your guys' topics and questions. It's 100% your show. We're going to just hang out, talk about whatever. You guys bring up the questions that you want to hear us talk about in the chat. Um, We're going to have a good time. So, yeah, definitely remember next week, it is our very first, maybe possibly last, viewer-driven show, depending on how it goes. backup plan. Yeah, (laughs) you're going to make a backup plan? Yeah. Okay, well, that's what... Kyle's good for <laughs> having a backup plan to a backup plan. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we you will see I, you. You know, what I picture when Kyle said that, I picture you the blueprints behind your head. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Wax Jack says, question one, where's my fart jar this month? <laughs> Ask that question again next week, and we'll see you 